Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ghost Spider Groupies, the podcast dedicated to Gwen Stacy of Earth 65, also known as Spider Gwen and Ghost Spider, where we review her comics, discuss news, and give our opinions about all things Gwen 65. I'm Kurt. And I'm Abigail. And today we are joined by very special guests from the Spider Woman To Know Her Is To Fear Her podcast. Uh, Saren and Ray, do you want to say, say hi? Sure. Hi, I'm Saren. Hi, and uh, and I'm Ray. Very glad to be here. Very excited to, to chat all things Spider Gwen, Spider Women. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped to have you on the show. We're happy to be here. Yeah. We are currently reviewing Gwen's main solo series. Uh, last week and the week before, we took a break from the main run to look at Spider Gwen Annual and All New Wolverine Annual, but now we're back on her main run. This week we are doing Spider Women. It comes with two issues of, on its own and a couple of issues from both Silk and Spider Woman, which were both ongoing series at the same time as Spider Gwen. We'll put links in the description of where to buy and read Spider Women. We also got the reading list and where to get them, as well as comicsology links. But we have to warn you that this collection is a little bit hard to find right now. It's out of stock, I believe. But it will be included in the upcoming Spider-Gwen Omnibus yeah, uh, yeah. dudes for release this week. And I would like to just, I'm going to interject here. The whole, uh, it's all on um, Marvel Unlimited if you have that True. app. Uh, just going to toss that on there. Because uh, I have it. So. Yeah, Mar- Marvel, Marvel Unlimited uh, is probably the cheapest way, I'd say, to, to legally read um, comics, um, for sure. That's true, um, legally read. Yeah, I did. I, I, I bought I bought this physically, but uh, like you say, it, it, it just seems to be out of stock, maybe out of print. Uh, it, it mostly, uh, I, I had to, yeah, I had to buy it pre-owned. Um, so it's, yeah, one of those things. Um, but but I guess it's sort of it's being brought back with that hardcover omnibus. Uh, if if that was something uh, anybody was considering on uh, buying uh, to read these physically, are you guys excited about that? That's that's big news though. Getting a I'm jealous. yeah, getting an omnibus. <laughs> It's yeah, it's super fancy. I only just finished buying all the physical stuff a few months ago, so I'm I think I'm gonna have to 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 give the hardcover omnibus a miss. But it is really cool to have mm. it, uh, for sure. To 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 know that you know they they still sort of remember the character, yeah. even if uh, even if Spider Gwen doesn't have an ongoing at the moment. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm I'm jealous. Yes. Yeah. When's the Spider Woman one? As a, as a, I don't know because she's never been given one. Mm. So. Mm. Um, I'm I'm jealous. I will say the the closest we have to hardback for Jessica Drew are the Marvel Masterworks, and um, the first one came out about ten years ago, and they only just recently <laughs> released the second one for her oh, very dear. first volume from like 1977. So oh, no. slow and um, steady, really yeah. slow for anything for just like that. It's, yeah. it's really interesting how all that. Works. Yeah. Is is there a sort of like I I, I, don't, I don't know like I've I found it hard to even on Marvel Unlimited they don't have all of the it's, Jessica it's, Drew stuff do they? No. It's no well all her recent stuff yeah. is there everything from of the course. Dennis Hallam run Bendis run Carla Pacheco's current run um is all on there Marvel Unlimited Unlimited delayed by three months but her classic issues is not all on there i think it only goes up to whatever's in the masterworks plus like issue 36 and 45 randomly um because i think those two issues um were in other masterworks but uh yeah no there's nothing uh from her original series unless it's in the masterworks and it's on marvel unlimited but um yeah that's it it's a shame it is because it is a good run yeah 
nice 50 issue run. Um, you get some good writers there like Anne Asante, Chris Claremont, uh, Mark Grunwald, um, you know, Marv Wolfman, really good. So hopefully if enough right. of the spider babies write into Marvel, can hassle them, <laughs> can get on there. Yeah. Yes. I'll have the to spider do another letter yes. writing. Uh, yeah, the, so so the Spider-Woman fans, um, for Silk, the Silk fans are called the Silk Squad, um, as oh, dubbed course. by uh, the number one Silk Squad fan. Um, uh, her name, it's, uh, I can't remember her name, Ashley? Mm-hmm. She's right. the number one Silk Squad fan. And uh, so she dubbed it Silk Squad, and uh, it has been adopted by all the Silk fans. Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider Groupies is new. I don't know what the Spider Gwen fans called themselves prior to that. So I think that's that's pretty cool. I don't think there is anything. Maybe ghosties at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know. um, So that, that's cool. I like that. But Spider Woman fans uh, didn't have that. Mockingbird fans are Mockingbird Nation. So Spider Woman fans didn't have one. And then Carla Pacheco, after the announcement of her, her Spider Woman series, uh, started calling us her spider babies because, uh, we started to spread the word about it in a very nice way. She goes, you guys just spread the, because when spiders are born and they hatch, like they use little webs <laughs> to like float on the wind. So uh, yeah, we're her spider babies. So we just kind of ran with it. Super wholesome. <laughs> I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think there is uh, like you said, there isn't really an equivalent for spider Gwen fans. Maybe, maybe uh, yeah. Go spider uh-huh, groupies. The ghost spider groupies works. Cause she's in a band. Yeah. I that's mean, true. That, band groupies, that's, yeah. that's, that's that all work. Abigail, hundred percent. That's all <laughs> Abigail. Uh, she well came done. up with the with the name. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to play with the alliteration as Stanley would have had it. Oh, of oh, course. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. That's all cool. right. Yeah. So um, let, let's get into uh, these characters because um, uh, listeners will be familiar with uh, Spider Gwen, of course. But uh, we've also got Cindy Moon here, who is Silk, uh, and Jessica Drew. Uh, who's uh, Spider Woman as as well um, at this point, and, and and they've both sort of got ongoings with their own sort of problems and, and issues that sort of get folded into this event as well. Um, so we what we could do is sort of briefly cover their backgrounds, and, and so that so that we're all sort of up to date on, on what's going with mm-hmm. them, uh, going on with them. So with uh, Cindy Moon, uh, her whole deal is she was actually bitten by the same spider that bit. Peter, OG Spider-Man on Earth Six One Six, but she spent uh, ten years. Is it ten years? Yeah, ten, ten years. years yeah. yeah, ten years stuck in a bunker, uh, and is is now sort of just getting back on her feet and being a sort of uh, normal person in civilization and stuff, uh, and is sort of still trying to work out her sort of way she works, it fits into things. Uh, socially speaking and such mm-hmm. um she's also got a missing family uh that's sort of the big thing going on for her at the moment in her comics she doesn't know where her family are um she does have a brother but he was in the goblin nation and he's kind of recovering from that it's sort of like a like a, like a sort of almost like a like a post addiction sort of type mm-hmm. thing um so uh he, he's in a sort of bad way um and she's also uh working undercover for shield uh, mockingbird is her uh, handler um, and and she's uh, doing work as part of Black Cat's gang, who had who, who had a fairly sort of uh, notable gang, I think, during this sort yeah, of. Yeah, she era. built yeah, up she quite an she, empire. She yeah. yeah, she did. Yeah, she's she's doing something different now. Yes. But yeah, she she had a she had a bit bit more of a 
uh, I think an edge to a character back then. Um, uh, Silk's powers are uh, fairly, uh, they, they've got a few differences. Uh, she's got an organic webbing she kind of shoots from her fingers that looks cool. Mm -hmm. Even yep. her costume is, is organic, is that right? Yes, her, she can, uh, with her webs, she can uh, make clothes for herself. So, uh, which she will do on occasion, yep. yes. It's I guess quite, quite fine webbing as well. I guess, you know, hence silk and all that. So the ability to do yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's really nifty. And she's also got like a, I, from my understanding, she's got like a souped up spider sense. Like she's got, she yeah. has a spider sense, but it's extra spidery. Oh. It's extra. It's extra sensitive. Yeah. She'll sense the danger before even Peter yeah, well, AKA her silk sense. Yeah, silk sense. Yes. yes. I think, so... I think in general, she's just, she's actually a lot more amped up than Peter anyway, in all regards. Like, I think. The f Except strength. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the first appearance, like Peter just, uh, Spider-Man remarked, you know, she's, she's quicker, she's more agile, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, she seems to be superior. In some ways. Yeah. And others, um, like I said, Peter, uh, is stronger than her like yep. cindy has one good super strength in her and then she's like tired out yeah um also this puts uh cindy peter and jessica jones all as classmates together <laughs> yeah so that's kind of funny yeah so if you want a little bit of trivia everyone forgets that in the comics jessica jones and peter parker were in the same class yeah <laughs> and she had a huge school. crush on him <laughs> yeah and uh and cindy was also there so um there's that I, I need yeah, I need that prequel miniseries. That would be so I, cool. I need, I need that where they're yeah. just... The yeah. high school years. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, that'd be super interesting. Um, the the other other one here, and of course we've got our resident experts, uh, is Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman of, of Earth-616. What's her deal? Because obviously she has she has an ongoing at the same time as everybody else here. Um, so... I don't know if Ray wants to take this or if you want me to, Ray, uh, to get it off. Yeah, 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 if you can, yeah, and yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, at this point, uh, Jess literally had just had a baby, uh, her son, Jerry. Um, so Roger, uh, who, uh, Roger Gocking, who is the now reformed uh, porcupine, babysits Jerry for Jess. Uh, Jess, if you are not familiar with her, has been, um, been there, done that. For everything she you know started off brainwashed as a brainwashed hydra agent and then uh, she has been an agent of shield sword and adventure a bounty hunter a private investigator she's basically uh done it all as far as spider hero goes she's got a really unique power set uh she's got her venom blasts uh pheromones that she can use to influence people uh she does not use webs she does not have spider sense but she can glide with the aid of her uniform Mm -hmm. uh don't know she had that anything else she had that it? really keen sense of hearing early on as well i'm not sure if they really keep yeah that. she i it, depending on who the writer is uh she does have enhanced senses like she she has enhanced hearing uh she does have super strength although she's not quite as strong as as peter but she's stronger than cindy um she's really fast and agile um she has enhanced hearing um not Although she also, they also gave her enhanced sense of smell in Spider Man. Okay. Um, she's immune to radiation. Yes. And toxins. Yeah. So um, you stab it with her once, and uh, if she hasn't been exposed to it, then you know it'll make her sick, and then she's fine. Um, this also apparently applies to mind control, which mm. is kind of cool. Interesting. Uh, 
so there's that uh the radiation immunity was key and i was kind of mad in the spider get an event that no one else really picked up on that i'm like come on guys that's like the inherited should like freaking hate her and go after her more than Peter after Spider Verse, in my opinion. But you know, I'll, I'll just remain with her. Yeah, yeah, um, she's she's got the works. Yeah, she does. She really does, and uh, she's got some some really interesting powers that you can play with. I mean, uh, and also as well, Saren, hand to hand combat skills. She's actually yeah, highly she's, proficient, as as mentioned, a shield, sword, Hydra. So she's had the training under Taskmaster as well. So she's a really like she's a really good fighter. Yes. Yeah, if you're not reading her current series by Carla Pacheco, um, not that uh, Javier Rodriguez didn't have some great fight scenes in um, her Spider Woman issues, but uh, Pere Perez in her current series has really like really gone into that. And uh, Jess is uh, quite the mixed martial mm. artist. Uh, yeah, it's like, like like a blockbuster. Yeah, like a what? like a bug blister film like the the fight scenes yes, yeah they are. yeah really well, it's very one, well choreographed her series is one yeah. giant That's yeah it, it's yeah, one yeah. giant action movie it's it's a lot of fun um yeah. but, but with, yeah. yeah but with jess being in practically every organization she's been in would you say she's like meryl streep with spider <laughs> powers because she's in practically everything Jeez. yeah well he, it's, the funny thing is is like her her creation was we don't want her any like just give her the name spider woman but we don't want her to have anything to do with peter parker like they didn't want her to infringe on peter parker's brand but they wanted to copyright the name spider woman so um they wanted her as far removed from peter as possible but now they're trying to bring her in line with all the other spider characters and i don't know don't think it's really working all that much <laughs> um, yeah, I, I th- other than you know she's mentored a bunch of spider heroes maddie franklin rest me she rest in peace and now uh gwen and cindy and anya she uh she mentored spider girl too so yeah. much to her she doesn't want to do it but it oh, kind of right. happens yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean i i've always enjoyed like jessica drew in that sort of mental role like i really love this event and i think it, it works but i think when it's peter parker specifically then it becomes more problematic, would you say? I I wouldn't know because yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't really read Peter. Um, I'm I, I I like Jess removed from Peter. I think that's one of the reasons I was drawn to her initially. Not that mm-hmm. I don't love Cindy, um, but what really drew me to to Jessica is when I learned about what her origin was um, at the time she was created and how removed it was from Peter. That's what drew me to her because at the time that she was created in the late 70s, a lot of the female heroes that were created had origins based off of their male counterpart. So you had like the other two big ones were Carol, who had a series uh, as Miss Marvel, and you had She-Hulk, Jen Walters. And Jen got her powers with a blood transfusion from Bruce. And then you have Carol at the time, although that's all been retconned away and is a much better, they they removed Marvel's influence from her her origin. I'm glad for that. But at the time, her origin was really based on a man too. And um, Jess wasn't, which was very unusual. So that's really a big part of what made it me drawn to her. And I think that's what a, a reason why a lot of people like her um, is because she has nothing to do with Peter. Although I think it probably confuses a lot of people these yeah. days. Yeah, the association's <laughs> um, always going to be there through the name i guess yeah they're like well why she's spider woman why does she have nothing to do with parker and um you had to kind of explain copyrights and what stanley wanted for her and 
I think it's it served her well, but I also think it's been a little bit slightly of a detriment to her mm-hmm. too. Because it it benefits her story, but but definitely the branding aspect of it and the way they market the character, it's there's a there's a dissonance there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it confuses people because people go, "Oh, I don't want to read about female Spider-Man," and I'm like, "Well, she's not." I mean, Mm -hmm. if you want, kind that's kind of Cindy, and to some extent Gwen. But if you look Mm -hmm. at really a lot of all the other than those two, really like Anya's origin has nothing to do with Peter. Julia Carpenter's origin has nothing to do with Peter. It's really interesting um, that actually a lot of the Spider Ladies don't have anything to do with Peter, but their powers are more in line with Peter's. Jess's power set is not and um until miles came along yeah he's here. um jess was just was the only one that people were like well those aren't really spidery powers but actually if you research some spiders her they are actually yeah, I- um and she's actually the most spidery of the spiders when you get down to the dna level um she's more spider than person really it's interesting yeah. like her she's got more spider dna than than parker does yeah <laughs> that's really cool I, th- I think, and that's a good point about uh, her staying away from Peter has been good for her because, like, you, you can look at a character like Cindy Moon who became much better the moment she got out of the Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man comic. Oh, God, yeah. poor Cindy. That, yeah. Her origin was so skeevy. And I, kudos true, to Robbie true. Rodriguez, or Robbie, not, well, he's... Thompson. Robbie Thompson, Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robbie Rodriguez is Glenn's artist. Um, yes. uh, Robbie Thompson, who is also knows me <laughs> he's such a cool nice. guy if you meet him at a con if you ever when when cons start up again and he's if he's at one you go to stop by he's a totally cool dude nice. um kudos to him from removing cindy from and and removing that aspect of cindy's origin because that was kind of skeevy yeah no uh the the, the character vastly improved mm. i think yeah my, my, the, the first arc i ever collected uh as a 14 15 year old was that first arc of Amazing Spider-Man where they introduced uh, Cindy yes. Moon. And I, I thought co- comics were this really strange place. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I, I couldn't get my head around it. I thought, they, is, are they all like this? And then, and then I read some <laughs> others and it wasn't so bad. But but it was a very strange introduction to comics. Yeah, yeah with the whole primal instinct yeah. thing. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, it was so yeah. skeevy. Very, mm-hmm. yeah, very just. Yeah, Dan Slott like... acknowledges the error of his ways. Yeah. And he's I, I, glad that. It's been changed, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's good. I, I, I even and, and... have the uh, Amazing Spider-Man number four signed by Humberto Ramos. Oh, that's oh, nice. cool. Oh wow! I've got I've got some silk signed by uh, Robbie and Tan. I've got I've got all of those signed actually. I got that whole event signed. I think because I collected it in floppies, the Spider Woman oh, nice. one. I, they were all at NYCC that year, and I was like, sign them. <laughs> that's so cool. I, I, I need to get some signed comics these days because I'm I'm lacking. I have none. So <laughs> <laughs> not one. Not one. No. Um, yeah, I need to. Got to get you to to the metaverse con when that fires up again. Yeah. When when yeah. Well, everything's still kind of kind of tight here in guess. the UK at the yeah. moment. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm even I'm even self isolating at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's still still going oh, around. Um, the, the the flu. Uh, I, I don't. I, I said the flu. Um, the coronavirus. Sorry, yeah. it's uh, it's still. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know if I have it, but like I got the notification on the app. So yeah, it's one of those things, I guess. Um, social obligation and mm-hmm. such. Yeah, strange times we're living in. Um, very strange, very strange. But lots of time to read comic books, at <laughs> yes. least. Um, yes. So 
going to be something to look forward to every week. For sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if uh, if we want to get into the synopsis now. Yeah. Let's um, do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you do you want to take it in turns to read Abigail or? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. Uh... All right. So. Gwen, Cindy, and Jessica cross dimensions to meet for brunch but face a surprise attack from Earth-65's super adaptoid. Using her prior knowledge from 616, Jessica coordinates the three to take it down. However, it was merely a distraction as the mysterious Agent 77 steals their dimensional web watch. While the spider women find themselves trapped on Earth-65, Agent 77 takes the watch to Silk, that's S.I.L.K. And Cindy Moon of Earth 65. The team, with Jessica particularly pressed to get back to Baby Jerry on 616, get phones from a bodega at the same time as the bodega bandit who uh, raids the <laughs> bodega, who the team quickly dispatch. Cindy finds her family's Earth 65 counterparts in the phone book and decides to go off on her own to find them. Gwen and Jess, meanwhile, stop off at the Mary Janes, where Gwen expresses discomfort with her superhero life and how it takes from her personal life. Jess insists Gwen stay with the Mary Janes while she goes to continue her quest solo. Jessica seeks out Reed Richards of Earth-65, who is still in school but still reckons he can help Jess build a way home. However, the two are attacked by agents of Silk. Gwen jumps in to assist and the three defeat the Silk agents. Gwen explains that she wants to help and that they have a responsibility to each other as Spider-Women. Gwen, Jess, and Reed go to the residence of George Stacy to work on the portal. Jess and George take time to contemplate their shared responsibility to and the implications of being parents of their superpowered children. Cindy visits the counterparts of her Earth-65 family, acting as if she were their daughter. They are upset and surprised by Cindy's appearance, who left without a word three years ago on Earth-65. However, Albert of Earth-65, her brother, who is in a bad way back on 616, appears and is much happier to see Cindy, though. Cindy then tracks her Earth-65 counterpart and discovers the Silk Lair and Otto Octavius-65. She finds the location of Agent 77, or Agent Drew, as the file says, before setting off the alarms. Cindy calls Gwen and Jess for assistance. Gwen goes to help Cindy while Jess goes after Agent Drew. Meanwhile, the Silk agents and Dr. Octopus who pursue Cindy. Jessica visits Agent Drew's home who lives in a big mansion. She is greeted by Ellen, Jesse's wife. Jessica tries to access Agent Drew's double life as a Silk agent concealed in the office. Ellen and Jess fight but are interrupted by the arrival of the Drew children, giving Jess time to appeal to Ellen's better nature and the information that she needs on Jesse Drew. The Spider-Women meet back up together at the Stacy residence, where Reed Richards has built the portal back to Earth-616 now. Cindy takes some persuasion, but they go through. Gwen and Cindy go to track Cindy-65, while Jessica goes back to meet Jerry. Cindy-65 has been impersonating Silk during her absence on Earth-616, stealing large amounts of super-powered technology from shield vaults. Silk and Gwen try to find details on Cindy-65, find a taunt from her explaining they should meet at the Baxter building. They take the bait and are attacked by Cindy-65 using a gauntlet combining different technologies and superpowers to fight the two. During the fight, Cindy-65 reveals her own backstory. Nearly bitten by a different radioactive spider at a young age, she was haunted by the possibility of what could have been. She joined Silk and developed a new radioactive spider, which would go on to give Gwen her powers before founding Silk. Cindy65 proposes that Gwen and Silk join forces with her, but Gwen turns the offer down. 
At this point, Cindy65s blasts them with her gauntlet, shrinking Silk with pin particles while using nanites to take away Gwen's spider powers before leaving the scene. As Silk returns to normal size, she is confronted by Mockingbird and S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who place the two under arrest. Mockingbird, Cindy's handler at S.H.I.E.L.D., believes that Cindy has gone rogue after working undercover with Black Cat, not believing the story about Cindy 65. Gwen and Silk argue in the prison truck over each other's motivations before being sprung by Black Cat. Felicia, Gwen, and Silk fight the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, but Gwen is ineffective without her powers. Felicia asks Silk for the truth about what's happening after seeing the heists that Cindy 65 committed. Silk continues the facade and gains Felicia's trust to rob the Avengers vault for more tech. Jessica returns to her apartment to find Jesse pretending to be her brother with Roger and Jerry. Furious, the two fight around the apartment until they make Jerry cry, deciding to call a truce. Meanwhile, Gwen, using what data that Silk had gathered from the Earth-65, finds the truth about Jesse. Born and raised to two super spy astronauts on the moon, Jesse joined S.H.I.E.L.D. after high school for another mission to the moon where he was attacked by large alien space spiders. Their venom almost killed him until Cindy 65 stabilized his blood with radioactive isotope power-ups. Gwen goes back and reveals this information to Jess and Jesse. Unbeknownst Jesse, he was actually cured long ago and no longer needs to stay on the hook to Cindy 65. He hands his power-ups over to Gwen, who eagerly takes them and takes them and gives them the information they need. Furious that Jesse defective, Cindy 65 arrives back at her home slash lair on Earth 65 only to be confronted by Jessica. The two fight as Gwen waits for her powers to return. Armed with assault gear found elsewhere in the lair, Gwen eventually manages to fend off Cindy 65 from killing Jess outright. Silk also arrives to help now with super adaptoid armor from 616 that Reed 65 has reworked for her use. The two team up to take on Cindy 65, who unleashes an EMP blast to neutralize all their gear, leaving Silk trapped in the armor. Gwen and 65 engage in fisticuffs long enough for Gwen's bowers to kick back in and they win the day. Jessica rallies the two, particularly Gwen who is down about the power loss and her inadequacy without the power-ups, and they go off together for ice cream, while Cindy 65 is taken in by S.H.I.E.L.D. of Earth 65. And that's the end of the Spider Women event. <laughs> yep, that's that's eight issues. I had to, yeah, that's not not my best synopsis, but but yeah, um, yeah, we, we sort of had to to squeeze eight issues into that. Oh, but yeah, well done, actually. Big event. Yeah, it's good. That, that that's was hard very to, well done, actually. Very yeah, well done. hard to kind of it, um, distill it into you know such a succinct synopsis. So that was good. Thanks. Appreciate that. So I kind of wanted to point out something kind of fun about uh, Jesse Drew. Mm-hmm. And his agent okay. number 77, that is okay. the year that Jessica Drew was created. Ah, nice. So, oh, neat. Yeah, nice. So that is why he is agent 77. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I'll catch that the first time. Nice now little you tidbit. Know. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah I... I quite liked Jesse Drew. Mm. Um, I thought I thought he was a he was a cool character there, uh, and and the way that you know he he does have quite a lot of similarities to to Jessica in in his story. Yeah, but there was only one. There was one pinch point with him though. It was that and, and Jess kind of brought it up a couple of times to try to ram it in his head. Uh, you know the fact that um, just letting evil just be like in his universe. Like as long as my job's good, as long as my family's good. I'm fine with it. And she's going, really? Like, 
you don't find this irking at all? And he goes, no, no, I'm not a superhero in that sense. Um, I found that I found that conversation really good because uh, you you do. Well, Jessica's now met two less than savory versions yeah. of herself. Yeah, yeah, but you you get because who's, who's, so who's who's the other one? Uh, the other one is the um, in the Spider Verse event. So over in the original Spider Verse event, uh, the her Earth zero one counterpart is dating Morlun. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, wow. and it's like it's like his is like his uh, little plaything, and I don't know um, if she has spider powers and is using her pheromones to keep her from eating him, or if she just doesn't have powers uh... in that universe. But uh, she's not. Um, She's obviously playing the survival game, mm. but she's also not. Uh, she's very selfish, and uh, they actually, uh, at the end of Spider Verse, they left the that version of Jessica in charge. Like Jessica oh. forced her to like step up and be like, "Look, you're the closest these people have to like someone leading them, so just step up and do it." Um, but I think she's dead now because I don't know if Bloom World got destroyed or not. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she's a jerk. That version of down. Jessica's an absolute jerk, and Jessica had to to pose as her counterpart. And oh, yeah, it was, I it can't was wait bad. to reread that. <laughs> right. a, 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 yeah, consistently bad love life across the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, he, um, her MC two counterpart's good though. Sorry, was that Sharon? Her MC two counterpart's okay. Where Mayday comes from? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Right, of um, course. Yeah. But I mean, like, I just um, Jesse's thing. I mean, he's not evil himself. I think I think he just doesn't want to have that responsibility. I mean, I think that's why he jumps to not to having his powers kind of like leak out at the end, you know, and just just be a a normal family guy. So he's not bad, but he just he doesn't have that sense of heroism that I think that Jessica does. Um, at, like a, he's well-meaning but misguided. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, not think... necessarily well meeting. He just only has his best interests at. He he only cares about himself and his yeah, family. I... That's his priority. Yeah, towards his family, he's well meaning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he just doesn't want that burden, that responsibility of, of being a hero and thinking of the bigger, you know, the bigger outcome. Um, which you know, it's uh, some people do that, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. Sorry. I, I I sorry, no, keep no, going, no, sorry. sorry. So I'll just say he's not essentially evil. He's just, you know, he's just looking out for his family, I guess, and yeah. Not a, he's not a hero in that sense. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you're right on that front. Um, one of the the bigger factors for him, I think, is definitely the fact that he's doing it because he thinks he'll die if he yes, doesn't. That... And he does. He's not upfront about that. I think he's he he gives that whole spiel about, you know, he doesn't. He's he's apathetic to it mm. all. But it's Gwen who comes in and says, "Well, actually, you know, you're you're, you're keeping this thing. You know, you're doing it." for the fact that you, you think you're going to die if you mm. don't keep doing it. And, and the moment he does realize that he does, he does take a bit more um, responsibility with the situation and he does, he does sort he of fix things. He up and does the yes, right thing. Yes, he does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, yeah. also it's, yeah. um, sorry, sorry, I was, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was about to say, like, you know, he's gone to the level that Cindy 65 almost kills him, you know, albeit she just blows up their whole house um, so, you know, he took a big risk, but he, he's doing the right thing. So, um, yeah, I think that's it's a, it's a good outcome for him. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and he does. Um, he does. He does even get a, another appearance later on. I think in the in the Spider Gwen run, uh, and they sort of check in on him, oh, which is which is nice, nice. as well. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's a cool character. I like the design as well with mm. the sweater. That's fun. Yeah, very cool, very yeah. nifty. And it, yeah, and it's sort of. Uh, I think all of the Silk agents have that sort of similar spider. It's a very spider reminiscent design. Yes. Yeah. I loved that. One of the things oh, I thought so was sorry, you can't get. Sorry. No, no, it's, it's cool. Um, sorry, just just staying on with Jesse and and the confrontation with Jess. I, I just loved this kind of both pause that they do, like they're they're kind of throwing each other against the wall and stuff and and bashing each other. But the moment Jerry starts screaming. Um, I loved how Jessica goes, do you mind? And he goes, oh, no, not at all. So they just <laughs> pause and stop. Um, I, I like that because you know that he's not evil then, you know. It's just like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was a nice touch. I, I think like there's that. a code where you can't fight in front of a baby. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was good. It's good. There's little touches like that throughout this whole run. Uh made me really impressed with the, with this event as a whole. I think it was just really well written. There's just a lot of nice dynamics and character developments, character interactions, kick-ass action scenes, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. For sure. Uh, I, I thought, yeah, especially uh, the, the character work, they, like you say, they, they do with them. Uh, just Drew isn't on page a huge amount. It is mostly just Spider-Woman number eight. Mm-hmm. Is it Spider Man number seven that he's in, and uh, but but they do a really good job of of fleshing you know his, mm. him out and 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 his motivations and his values uh, in a really meaningful way. I thought, yeah. uh, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how's that? His um, parents, um, astronauts. Uh, what what his mom had to kill his dad. He was a Russian. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that's heavy because his dad was a Russian double agent. Yeah, I mean heavy stuff, you know. So uh, and he had to you know live at first eight years on the moon or, or whatever or in space. Uh, yeah, so it it really fleshed out kind of history, all kind of really well told in just a few pages. Yeah, and I enjoyed that flashback sequence, and I also liked because um, it does appear to be hinting at Venom yeah. when it talks about how well... uh, his blood is turning to a poisonous black goo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, especially considering where Gwen's series goes from there. Huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, because they, mm-hmm. they sort of they tie all that sort of... Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. One, one, one of the unique aspects of Jesse Drew, though, compared to, like, the other Earth-65 stuff is he, he does have the bioelectric blasts. Uh, he does. does. Like, he... They, the isotope uh, gives him justice powers, which is makes him more of a counterpart to Jess than other apparent counterparts to Jess that, yeah. you know, have the same name as her. Well, remember uh, the, that the others pointed out that they shared the same face. Yes, many yes. times. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I liked. Uh, actually, I liked how Joel Jones drew the, the the two of them and and sort of you know did did sort of mirror their expressions yeah. and, and stuff. I thought it was quite fun. And can I just yeah. say Joel Jones's art? Oh, I just love it. Phenomenal art. Spectacular. I was very happy to have Joel Jones for art yeah. on Spider Woman, even if it was nice. only for two issues. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, some some other points. Uh, Silk. It doesn't actually say all of the acronym out loud. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I they they couldn't come up with one. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if they could come up with one or if, if maybe they decided to just make corporation with a K. 
Yeah, I, I, I like how that I like it. how Cindy goes. As long as that K doesn't mean kill, like you know, please, please don't make that mean <laughs> kill. Um, yeah, yeah. Every time they get as far as the K, they say strategic intelligence, logistic, and then and then for some reason they get cut off because <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine in the writers' room they just they just <laughs> yeah. couldn't come to the conclusion. Exactly. But I think it's a it's a neat neat way of getting around it. Can I ask a question? Because we talked about it. this a little bit. What's the Gwen Stacy swear jar? Because I feel like we need to start one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we noticed like throughout her entire run in her solo that Gwen is very prone to profanity. So I Max actually. That's his influence. Yeah. So I actually counted all of the times that she uses a expletive nice. like, during uh, her run or any time she appears at all. So before going into Spider Women, we had $16 in the swear jar because. <laughs> Like you had no idea how much she swore uh, during the first three wow. um, major stuff that we went into. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So she swore four times during the event. Once in Spider Gwen number eight, when, when uh, uh, she tells Cindy sixty five that she's full of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Twice in Spider Woman number seven, when she first arrived at Jess's apartment, saying that shit has gone down. <laughs> And then later, when she uh, tells Jesse, when referring to Cindy as uh, his um, his fucking boss, <laughs> yeah, and and once in Omega, like after Gwen blasted Cindy sixty five, if I remember correctly, she was like, "How do you like me now, fucker?" Yep. <laughs> oh goodness. I so, feel like we need to implement this for Jessica. <laughs> Except yeah, that yeah. Jessica would have about like eighty dollars yeah, in hers right we'd now. Be ri- because... We'd be rich, Saren. We'd be rich. <laughs> well, right now it comes to twenty dollars as of Spider Women. Hey, that's a that's a trade. That's good. That's that's a nice that's good. a nice price. My my favorite just swear was in uh during this event was uh when the Bodega Bandit comes in. <laughs> yeah. And Jess just looks at him and she's what like, "What the fuck?" The... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's a great. That's a great scene, though, with the the way they use the bodega bandit yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's just like, and she's like, I could be a one woman Avenger here because Earth sixty five is so far behind <laughs> yeah. the regular six one six universe. Just is yeah. just like casually tossing that venom uh, blast. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the way that. that... <laughs> yeah, it, it it took took less than a second. She's like dragging him yeah. out, and she's like, "This is your rogues gallery." And Gwen's like, "No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he's the, just the worst." <laughs> yeah, he 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 comes up a, a lot, but yeah, I think the, the the way Gwen almost took it as an insult to her pride that her rogues gallery is so easy to <laughs> yeah. beat, uh, as far as yeah. Jessica Drew is concerned. Yeah. Uh, until he gets murder, Doc. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, murder, murder doc's mean, but I, I, I still think Jessica Drew could, could take him as well. Oh yeah, probably. she could, she could. That Before the show started, Kurt, remember how we pitched an idea for what her possible Sinister Six could be? Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's enough villains, nice. I think, on Earth sixty five for them to to do that now. Uh, but there's yeah, too much know. spoilers going into that, so nope. yeah. Well. One of those things. Um, I think we need a Jessica Drew swear jar. I think we might steal this from you guys. <laughs> That's like a great idea. idea. Yeah. No, so, certainly, I've, I've been very inspired by your podcast making this one. So, um, yeah, 100% steal away. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, go ahead. All right, we have your permission. Right, we're, we're, we're doing it. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs>
every Legacy. dollar. I'm, I'm going to make a real one. I'm, I'm real. Uh, you guys doing a real one? I'll, I'll do a real one. <laughs> I'll chuck in two bucks each time. <laughs> oh, really? I, we, we've not used actual uh, money for it, but that, that certainly would raise the stakes yeah. a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I'll just be dropping a quarter in, not oh, a yeah. couple bucks, but definitely yeah. a quarter. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so we don't so know I'm, what the K is. No, we don't on. know the K. Uh, yeah, I, makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe one day, or maybe they'll just I keep bet, that. I guy. bet if you if you like tweeted to Robbie Thompson, he would maybe tell you. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm sure. Oh, that's yeah. an idea. Yeah, we should. Like one of us should just reach out to him and say, "Hey, what did the K and Silk stand <laughs> for?" No, I, I think it's worth doing because. It's like Modoc. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like Modoc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I think it's worth doing because I think Cindy sixty five was a, a pretty cool villain. Like I, I really enjoyed her and oh, she's and her really motives good. as well as stealing. Like that's such a great idea. I, again, like this is one of the things that impressed me: stealing the low hanging fruit from all the other universes and reverse engineering them, and, and and that's kind of powering her up. All all drawn from the fact that she's kind of. I guess a bit salty that she she missed out on the spider powers, um, and I love that kind of banality of she almost had it, but you see that old teacher just kind of whack that spider that could have been her. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's. I think it's really interesting. Hundred yeah. um, percent. I I thought like um, the fact that it wasn't like some deep trauma as well. Like it was just that she wanted to yeah. be. You know, she wanted to have this sort of. Life she wanted to be yeah, special. Power hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah special or, or or power, thirst for power or something. I don't know. But she, if she's really interesting, yeah. I think she's really good. I, I, I like the way they use the gauntlet. Yeah. And, and like you say, like they fold in all those different things into, into the into How the cool gauntlet. Was that? I think that's a really <laughs> Yeah, pin particles. You get yeah. the Scorpio. She had these like holographic Scorpio thing or whatever it is. And she had that energy rhino suit. So I cool. Would... I would like to point out that it took a Doombot to take out Jess. <laughs> yeah. Point blank range. Oh, yeah. That that looked rough. That, that was. I, I read that and I'm like, Jess is tough. To I know. Back to the face. That panel, like she's going, right. oh, <laughs> like point blank in the she's face. Like, oh, Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Jess, Jess, she's our girl. And she's still, she's. I think a lot yeah. of people underestimate her. Yeah. And she's still kind of like making those um, action movie. Was that like Gwen says? You're still making action flick kind of um, phrases or whatever, because <laughs> she's getting beaten oh, yeah. around. She's going, oh, you know, I have it exactly where I want her, and she's being flipped around by these Doctor Octopus arms. I, I think it was really good, really hilarious. Yeah, they they, they cut the the break the, the breaks in the action for the dialogue. I think were really mm, well done. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah. In, for the characterizations, hundred percent. Um, yeah, sorry, Kurt. We've kind of sidetracked, so, and we've probably veered away from where you wanted to go. <laughs> no, 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 this is sort of exactly okay. not no go, going through each of the characters for sure. I think is is the no that's that is a good way of doing it for sure. I liked um, I, I like the dynamic sort of internally within the team because they're not yeah. sort of like they they have different dynamics mm. with each other and how they view each other. Like Gwen and Cindy do not they do not like each other mm. in this. I'm, very much. Yeah. No, I think I think it's more animosity from Gwen towards Cindy than yes. Cindy towards yep. Gwen. Very true, much so. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Jess 
when you look at Jess and Cindy's dynamic, I think Jess kind of sees more where Cindy is coming from than Gwen does because Jess herself, actually, when you look at the two of them, I mean, I apologize for my air conditioning in the background. That's kicked in a few times. It's hot out, guys. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so um, Cindy was in this bunker for 10 years who, and she's now trying to find her way in the world after, you know, being locked away. And I think Jess... Um, knows sort of what Cindy is going through right now because Jess herself was in a coma for yeah, decades. Absolutely, and true. Jessica at this at a similar, well, younger age than Cindy is now. Probably like I don't know. Jess was probably when Cindy went into the bunker was when Jess woke mm-hmm. up, but about that time, I guess if you look at it. But um, yeah. that whole finding where you fit in the world and trying to catch up to to where everything is is a lot and Jessica had to find her own way and and she knows what Cindy is going through a little mm-hmm. bit more than I think Gwen does Gwen is 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 younger but she's she still lived more of a life in a lot of ways than Cindy has yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah. Cindy's think... got to play a lot of catch up and Gwen just doesn't understand that is really impatient with how um you know Cindy she never got a chance to she had a normal childhood and, and had a chance to be a kid, but Cindy was alone for a lot of, a lot yeah. of time. And God, I can't even begin to think of what that's like. Yeah. I wish she had a Nintendo 64. True. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you, you reckon this uh, pandemic stuff is, is bad. Imagine oh. being in a bunker yeah. for 10 years. By yourself. Yeah. Like, I know. Like, and that, that naivety of Cindy, I, I really like that aspect of her. Um, just you know, having come out, and she's a little bit, as you as you're alluding to before, Kurt, a little bit socially um, behind. She's very immature yeah. because she's she's Peter's age. Got to keep in mind, mm. she's Peter's age. She's like mm-hmm. mid to late twenties, mm. and but she's also she's not acting that way. She acts like a teenager. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because those ten years yeah. have like really kind of stilted her, but. But it's really interesting that you say all that stuff as well, Sarah, because absolutely there's those parallels between Jess and Cindy. But what I love about what these writers do as well is that they find these different dynamics between them all as well. So you actually have Jess um, empathising with Gwen in that conversation at Gwen's apartment saying, yes. Look, no, no, just stay here. Look, you know, this is your world. In- you've got to enjoy it. So she actually has that maturity, I guess, to, to say to Gwen you know, superheroing is a is a tough gig and stuff. But look, you for this particular instance, it's all about me trying to get back to my baby. So you you sit this out. So she had the the maturity to say that. Right. Um, whereas it's funny because um, if you look at but just sees what Gwen has and just never had that. Yeah, well, that that true that too as well. But there's also that parallel with Cindy wanting to see her family, which is the same you could say as Jess wanting to see her baby. But that's kind of turned on its head a bit because Jess doesn't want Cindy to go um, to go back? No, because she knows it's not going to end well. Because exactly. Jess has experience with us going, yeah, this is your family, but it's not your family. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you don't want – it's best to left it untouched because it's not going to be what you think it is. Yeah, so essentially yeah. It, it's her experience. But I, I'm, I just – yeah, I just love how, you know, on the surface level that can see be seen as, oh, yeah, like, you know, you'd think that she would – empathize with with cindy on that regard but she she knows better similar with with um with gwen like she she actually knows better and asks gwen to just sit it out 
Um, thankfully, Gwen didn't because <laughs> she needed her help uh, in the uh, in the what do you call it, the playground um, with with Reed. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was good. I, again, again, these dynamics I really enjoyed. Yeah, because uh, because Gwen does have um, a present uh, family and and friends, but she's she's definitely very preoccupied. I think with the superhero life, even when she acknowledges how much it is negatively affecting, and even like you say, Jessica notices this too and sort of encourages her to take a step mm-hmm. back uh, in a few different moments. But every time Gwen sort of almost eagerly snaps up the next opportunity to to get yeah. involved with with the powered stuff and the superhero stuff. Um, and, and the only time she really gets down in the book is when she realizes she has no powers. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's, you know, not, not necessarily the her family stuff, but yeah, it's sort of, I don't know, is it like, some, like you say, turned on, turned on its head a bit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Jess knows how that is too, because Jess was, didn't have her powers for a while either. Mm-hmm. So then she, she's like, you know, it's, I think Je- Jess was also really depressed without her powers mm-hmm. though. But when there's something you, when you have all that and it's part of you, and then you lose it. That's not easy. And I can. She kind. I think she kind of sees where Jess Gwen's yeah. coming from. But maybe Jess has learned it's not all the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and you see it. Yeah, with with Gwen, just immediately. What is it? Injecting it herself with that doohickey, whatever it was. It's. Yeah, it's it's yeah. yeah I, I think I think they they draw it in more detail in in later issues. But yeah, it's like it's almost straps onto the forearm mm-hmm. there in the. And it like injects yeah. that way. Oh, so, like weird. the insulin injector? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, so Gwen still needs it, does she? Yeah, no. so the con- Well, uh, she does con- at the end of that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At, at, at the conclusion of this book, uh, Gwen, yeah, is very much reliant on the power up boosts to continue being a superhero. Oh, okay. And, and uh, that that's what her next I don't know like three four arcs in her book essentially in this in in the book here Spider Gwen uh, essentially become about Gwen's uh, relationship with the the power ups oh, and, oh. and 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 other ways of getting her powers back more okay. generally. Um, it, it, she becomes very preoccupied yep. with that. While yeah, this is, is, is this event I think is very consequential. I'd yep. say for for Gwen in that regard. In, in the it fact sets that they, up a lot for nice. Gwen. It doesn't really have much effect on Cindy and, and Jess going forward, yeah. but it does. Yeah. It, it sets up the entirety of, of Gwen's run. Oh, wow. Going forward. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because that, that opens the doors, doesn't it, to, you know, to, to potential plot points and story, like with this kind of reliance on the insulin and, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah Gwen, yeah. Out, out, of, out of all three of them, Gwen has the biggest fallout. Wow. Yeah. Event. The, the the run really ramps up here and out. Like they really they really go with the high higher with the stakes because there's obviously the she's got the same if not more enemies still to mm. deal with um, on Earth sixty five. But but she's she's now she's not got the the limit with the power ups and yeah no very 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 interesting wow. stuff that I'm I'm looking forward to getting into with uh, future episodes. But yeah, you're gonna have yeah, fun nice. with it. It's good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so uh, going back to the differences between the, the three of these ladies, <laughs> Stark Bucks. <Sorry. laughs> Stark Bucks. I love Stark Bucks. Oh, I think Stark that's Bucks. great. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I like Jessica's reaction to them because obviously uh, Stark Bucks has, has actually appeared in, in earlier issues of Spider Gwen, but like the the people of Earth sixty five don't think any different. But to actually see somebody who who is aware of Tony Stark Iron Man seeing Stark Bucks, <laughs> I, I thought was very yeah. it was it was much more uh, comedic impact. I think. Yeah. No, and and just buying out all the merchandise. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm talking about Jess more than Gwen, and I apologize, but that's my thing. But but Jess, I don't know. We've talked about this on our podcast. I don't know why Jess hates Tony so much. 
Actually, I could think of why, but I'm I still I think I, mostly it's his ego. Yeah. Well, that and I I can't recall. There's a scene where Tony kind of plays a prank on Jess. And I can't okay. recall if Jess was Veronki at that time or not. Yeah. But I would hate Tony yeah, for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it down to just a clash of personalities. I mean, he's a bit of an ego. And uh, Jess being, you know, the um, yeah, yeah, the astute person and, and kind of cynical person she is, um, yeah, probably goes against that. I, I like it how it kind yeah, of – so, sorry, Kurt. Is, is this pre-Civil War too? Oh, good. Pre-Civil yeah, this is okay. pre-Civil yeah. War too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bucks yeah. so, logo is Tony's mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, love it so much. That's good. Oh, when we uh, go back to it, just remember how uh, Cindy and Gwen re- each react to uh, uh, Jerry. Yeah. Gwen's <laughs> like, you know, I don't want this beast. And then <laughs> Cindy is very more, much more welcoming of the idea of a baby because of her little brother. Yes, you could tell yes. the the only. Ch- of course, uh, Jess's initial reaction to babies was very much along Gwen's reaction, mm. but apparently just changed her mind um also the hot mess that is jessica's life and uh how much better she felt upon seeing how um messy Gwen's oh yeah apartment was. yeah i might so, of that as well when Gwen, Gwen can't really really react to, Gwen really has no no foothold on um uh you know how jess lives her life in her messy apartment when just gwen's apartment is is just as bad but I will say that Jess True. has no shame because she was eating a happy in corn dog. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she, she was getting. Yeah. yeah, I love that that little. Yeah. I love so, that yeah. little remark she makes to um. Uh, is that is that Mary Jane? Um, one of the yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, what did she say? Sassy or something? Oh, uh, salty. Oh, salty. She's salty. Like, I, I like this one. one. Yeah, I think that was yeah, so she's... funny. Yeah, because MJ was like, nice leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. Day. And Jess is like, doesn't even bother <laughs> to give her any notice, but he just she, she just utters under her breath. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> and remember when Jess took offense to Gwen saying she's from Hoboken? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> Imagine being from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I've just developed that everyone hates on Jersey because they're jealous of Jersey. And I would just like to point out that New Jersey has officially been declared the best pizza state in the country. Oh, so, more, than, more than New York? Yep. Nice. You Let me tell you, New Jersey has fantastic food and no one knows it. I, I, where I live, I can like walk a mile in any direction and get fantastic pizza. It's great. Awesome. I see. I see. I I'm 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 no expert on these things. I, I, I live far too far away. <laughs> What's the official state food of New Jersey? Probably pizza. <laughs> I don't really pay attention. Hey, I heard Boston pizza was the big thing, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's everyone raves about. It's it's the rivalry is between New York and Chicago. Okay. Chicago's what Chicago calls pizza is actually casserole. It's not pizza. casserole. So because it's it's very deep dish. It's, wow, it's a deep dish pizza and. It's you got to if you got to eat it with a fork. It's not pizza. Yeah, that's true. Weird. That's a good point. I've I've never had it, but I, every time I've seen it, it looks. I, I want to try it. I want to try. <laughs> oh, it I mean, it's once. good. I won't say it's bad. It's good, but it, it's not what I would call pizza. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was at C2E2 before lockdown. That was like the last con before lockdown. And I would go to the guy, and I'm like, I would like a slice of plain pizza because on the East Coast in the states. A cheese pizza is called plain because cheese is the baseline. So I say a plain pizza and you would get right. 
and the guy looked at me and goes, you mean a Kia's pizza? And I was like, plain. That's what it's the big <laughs> when you order pepperoni, you say, I want a pepperoni pizza. That seems to right. be the national standard. You don't say pepperoni and cheese pizza. You, when you order pizza. If you want just cheese, you say plain because cheese, you don't have to specify. It's, it's a base ingredient. The, it's the baseline. Yeah. And then you add yeah. other shit to it. <laughs> fair. Okay, I, I I had no idea that uh, pizzas could be this deep. Um, I could go on and on. I could do just a podcast about pizza. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. I I, I, I didn't I didn't. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of discourse there. I I I knew I knew. Should we get back on topic? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Easter egg. Sorry. Sorry. I could go on no, about pizza. Sorry. It's cool. It's cool. Um, in in that same issue with uh, with the Mary Janes, uh, we also meet uh, Reed Richards sixty five. Mm. Who I love cool. Reed Richards sixty five. Yeah, love it. Yeah. loved it. I, I like the fade he has. On his, on his <laughs> Although hair. he's very young, but yeah, but yeah, the fades actually the. Yeah, and I like right, how sorry. I like how Jess is like Reed Richards in every universe is Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. He he's he knows his stuff though. Like he has no powers, but like he does the like he, he figures out how to beat the silk agents um, with the uh, with the electricity mm-hmm. blast on the on the yeah. apparatus. There, I thought that was that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, um, but he's also a little shit because he made super powered bubbles and all the kids yeah. are like floating yeah. away on the playground. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way. It's the way he's not even uh he's not even paying attention to that anymore. It's like just something he did nonchalantly, <laughs> yeah. and then and then just left to go read a book. He's 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 he he like I'm glad Jessica found him because that little like mischief he's getting, I'm like that that's like almost pre super villain. <laughs> but then like Jess comes along and she's like, "You're the only kid I know that skips school to yeah. study." Yeah, it's a it's a bit. He's and, not as kind of formal as the Reed Richards of. Well, he's yeah, yeah. Well, too. I mean, I guess that, but I, I can still imagine a young Reed Richards, thirteen-year-old Reed Richards, being a bit, bit stiff yeah. in that regards. But um, I like how he's a bit looser. Yeah, I think it's been mentioned he's been kicked out of several schools oh, because yeah. he's accident prone. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, his his interdimensional experience. Yes. Uh, so, like the fact that Jess was from another universe, he was oh, yeah. like. Like you're not the first one. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, he seems not very the first worldly one. wise. Yeah. Um, There's something yes. like very sa- a, a very safe feeling you get when Jess finds a Reed Richards because you know, obviously, super genius, and you know he he puts portals together, you know, on a daily basis. Is he even but, part of the Council of Reeds? Oh no, he doesn't he seem is. to be. Which no. is interesting because you have the you have the Fantastic Four family, yes, which on Earth sixty five, which is like a reality family, like a reality TV oh, okay. family or something. Um. Yeah. It's. Oh yeah. It's it's very strange how they've they've done the Fantastic Four on Earth sixty five. Ben Grimm exists as a police officer. He's had several appearances, oh, okay. uh, and he just he's just a. Yeah, he's just regular dude. Uh, he's regular cop. Uh, whereas uh, they they do introduce the Storm siblings later on uh, in in the Ghost Spider run. But yeah, it, there's also like you say that sitcom advert, and, and it almost seems uh, like it's not in continuity now. Uh, the way they've 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 done the rest of the Fantastic Four. But yeah, it, they, they're a sitcom as well, which is a decision. Um, so <laughs> um, yeah, 
and apparently the president is named Howard T. Duck. And, and yes. Jess, was, Jess was like totally thrown off by that, which is pretty funny. She was just like, wait a second, it's not talking about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. thought that was weirder than, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, the, the the Howard the Duck situation they they don't go back to that, but but yeah, he's yeah he's he's the president apparently. So yeah, it's That's it's kind cool. of a <laughs> yeah, it's fever dream reality they call it. Uh, yeah. Jess calls it when she goes back six one six. Yeah, it's weird, but um, I love Reed Richards sixty five. I think he shows up later in the Spider Gwen run a couple more times. What does he? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's so. part of Gwen's little circle. Okay, nice, yeah. good. It, it, yeah, it'd be wasted otherwise, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, he's um, what is he? Yeah, he do, he helps out Gwen. I think a couple of arcs down the line, he gets quite a bit of, uh, and also more with the power up stuff. But yeah, he sort of he gets looped in to sort of like he he's very keen for like scientific challenges, yeah. and he's he's sort of raring to go in that regard. Um, and he hates Tom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He said, that's never that's, trust the Stark. Yes. As a good characterization there. Um, because, yeah, of course, um, other than being a coffee mogule on, on Earth-65, Tony Stark is apparently a, a war mercenary person oh, okay. as well. Um, well, he, he, yeah, he, like, owns a whole bunch of malls and, like, he'll, he, like, will buy whole countries and turn it into a shopping mall. Like he, Oh, he's yeah, yeah. Not, he's, he's definitely not the 616 Tony. No, and yeah, he's he, he's like he's like the last thing he he wants Jessica to do is go to Tony Stark and give him any ideas. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be bad. Um, I think I think with Tony Stark, he like he he never actually does get an appearance, but he's he's just sort of spoken of as this sort of vague yeah. uh, sort it's of off. billionaire yeah, figure off camera. who's engaged in all these different yeah. things. Yeah, not a good person. Yeah, he's 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 tied back to Punisher quite a bit. Who uses oh. that? Um, yeah, whose who sort of technology and stuff sort of matches uh, a lot of Stark oh. stuff uh, later down the line as well. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, he's a uh, yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see if they ever did what what they would do with Tony Stark sixty five if they ever actually put him in a comic. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, he would be he would be interesting. I think he'd be up there with uh, Murder Doc. I love Murder Doc. Yeah, Murder Doc's Who, great. Murder Doc? I'm looking forward to who's getting Murder to, Doc? That's Matt Murdock. Oh, Matt Murdock really? of Earth 65 is not a good person. Oh, yeah. he is a fantastic villain. I'd love to get into this Earth 65 now. Farah, this sounds really cool. Yeah, Matt yeah. Murdock and Earth 65 is not oh. a good dude. And um, he's, I, he's I love oh, him. Okay. Yeah, he's the kingpin, and I love him as a villain. He's cool. fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, uh, he's I, someone that, that Daredevil would despise right. for sure. Yeah, so um. The 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 way they've uh, introduced him so far is as a he's sort of usurped the kingpin of Earth sixty five and his plan isn't necessarily to to kill or defeat Gwen but more to recruit her. Okay. Um, that that's been his his goal so far in this in this comic, and um, that that's the sort of dynamic he has with with Gwen. He's sort of the overarching um, nemesis. Does, does he does yeah. he have a devil he, motif or is it is it doesn't yeah. Matter. There were Easter eggs. Yeah, there, there's, there's okay. a lot. I have to reread all of it. But he, he's, he's fantastic. He's, cool. he's an excellent villain. Yeah, he's um. There, there is. I think there is one issue where he does actually wear a mask with it's like okay. a devil mask. But, but, uh, and, and and like Abigail says, there's there's Easter eggs in the sense that oh yeah, there's a like sometimes you'll see a shadow. Right. It's, uh, it's like a, yeah, it's like the a old, daredevil yep, shadow. The old daredevil shadow. 
And he even mostly dresses in red. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And he's, he's still blind, suit. too. Is he I blind? Think. Okay. I think he is blind. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's blind. Yeah. He's got the echolocation stuff going on. He, he's more or less got the same uh, power set okay. as, um, as Murdoch 616, but he's got more swords. More swords. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's yeah. got a katana and his cane. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's very neat. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. character for sure. Um, what, what, what else? Uh, I really, really, really like the scene between George yeah, and very Jess. Nice scene. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, where they're drinking the whiskey. Yeah. One of my examples, yes. yeah, of, of a really nice kind of moment to to step back and um, really let the characters kind of like you know breathe a bit with um with especially with Jess, Jessica sure. as well. But George, um, interesting enough, but because yeah. Yeah. Um, his whole kind of thing with Gwen and chasing yeah. Spider Gwen and stuff. They have a, Jess and uh, George mm. have a lot in common, and Jess also, you know, being the superhero, can kind of also see where Gwen's coming from, and and you know, she's got to let her do what she's got to do. Yeah, and I, I like the parallel that they're both uh, parents of superpowered kids, basically. Yes. Yeah. And they, and they and they and they share those worries, um, and 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 I think in a, in a way, Jess and and George relate more. Than, than Jess does with, with the other oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which, Although which... Jerry's powers hadn't quite manifested yet at this point, but... True. But that yeah, she's is, got is the there. concerns that it right. might, yeah. And, and being the right parent yeah. for him. That's right. For her line of, yeah. Doing standing yeah. right by their yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a really um, fun dynamic, I think. Yes, um, we see a little bit more of them later. Uh, Jess shows up in Gwen's book again later on, and I think the art's not as good in that issue, but she does show up again in there. Oh yeah, uh, I, I remember the one, the Thanksgiving special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, I think I think the yeah the paradigm's a bit different there, but yeah, that's um that, that's I like that issue. It's a nice issue. Um, it yeah, is a nice it's, issue. Um, yeah, I I, I I I do miss Jessica Drew appearing in the in the Spider Gwen comics um, because. Uh, I think this is very, very much the peak of her appearances okay. within yes. Gwen's books. Is this point? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's only only a couple more appearances after this. But yeah, so I think it's I, I like I like her relationship with the Stacys because she does have like, you know, she's she, you know she's got a good, uh, she's got the best interests and got a good heart for for relating mm-hmm. to them and stuff. Does yeah. Gwen? Um, does Cindy feature a lot in Spider Gwen? No. no. Okay. Not Other really. Than- no, Cindy's Cindy's really there just to introduce the new sixty five. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's um, so, yeah. Cindy, Cindy and Gwen never do actually build up a sort of uh, friendship independent of Jester. Okay. I don't think. Hi. I think like uh, just going back to what we were saying. I think I think overall Gwen is a lot more um, and and even like the reactions to the baby and stuff. Like Gwen, Gwen seems a lot more um, I, I guess like cynical. Yeah. Um, uh, right. from, from from her experiences and, and stuff, than than the way that Cindy reacts to her her own uh, trauma and stuff. Uh, Gwen came away from it a lot more, um, with with a lot less time, I guess, for uh, Cindy's antics. Um, yeah, well, stuff. Cindy Cindy has a lot of anger, but True. she's handling it in a much different way than Gwen's handling her anger. I think. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's Cindy. Yeah, Cindy's. She's not as. Im- I, I don't know. Uh, embittered towards, um, she seems more hurt, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, Cindy's also going to therapy, whereas uh, Jess and Gwen could probably use therapy, but are not going. Yes, true. <laughs> Actually, I thought I thought the character moments between um, Cindy and, and Black Cat, and we, there's loads of them in that run, uh, very interesting. They're dynamic okay. together. Where they are, well, yeah. Cindy's obviously um, like lying, but at the same time, oh, yeah, undercover. Yeah, she does very much feel what she's saying. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, and, yeah. Cindy relates to Felicia a lot. Like those two. Um, if you're reading, if you read Silk along with this, um, Cindy empathizes a lot with where Felicia is coming from. And um, like Felicia, the crime, the crime, much, the criminal. Yeah. Like, or, yeah. Yeah, Black Cat. She she she's undercover yeah. to get on Black Cat's good graces yeah. and things, but she absolutely is sympathizing with Black Cat. She sees okay. a lot of where, um, where felicia's coming from and and why felicia does what she does like she she gets that and um it makes it cindy's job all the tougher so there's if you, if you i recommend reading silk if you haven't because um it's really felicia and cindy's uh dynamic oh, is really good uh, it's yeah i'm jumping on yeah. marvel on yeah. for that so yeah for sure Nice, yeah, I, I I enjoyed that, and and the way that they they, uh, they do the captions on the closing pages of that that issue of uh, Silk, where the oh, voice yeah. gets smaller, that's good, and it vanishes. Yeah, because yeah. she calls it out. She addresses yeah. the voice itself. Oh, that's really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a good bit of fourth wall. I know, is it fourth wall? I don't know. It's it's a good way yeah. of using captions. Uh, I think. Yes, uh, it's very creative for sure. Um, and and I do think they they show that heist they do where they get the super adaptoid armor in in another silk oh, okay. issue if I'm not wrong in in the next silk issue but it just it it they they must have just not had time to include it within the main no. event itself so it doesn't get listed. It's interesting you say that. Yeah, that kind of threw me off a little bit because yeah, first thing uh, they were robbing Avengers Vault and then the next thing Cindy just suddenly shows up yeah. on sixty five. Yeah, I, I felt yeah. there was a story in itself there. Time but, yeah. Yeah. It could have been, yeah, yeah and it, it, it was glossed over, which is kind of a bummer because that would have been fun to see. Yeah. Um, the the other thing that I was uh, I was a bit disappointed they didn't elaborate more on was uh, Doctor Octopus. Yes, he looked. How cool Earth. was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it. The, yeah, the, singing Octopus. Singing Octopus. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, that was um uh, um because yes. like you're talking about Murder Doc and you know Cindy sixty five, I was just about to say that Earth sixty five villains are, are so cool and it's a shame now that you're that I'm hearing that we don't see much Doctor Octopus after this it seems but other than that he fights with a real squid yeah he t- well he takes the name quite literally his code yeah. name yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I can't believe it took somebody this long to actually do mm. an organic, like an actual octopus, Doctor Octopus, as opposed to a, like a mechanical yeah. thing, uh, or even the inflatable one they do within to the Spider Verse, the the film. Yeah. I think it's a very neat concept, and I, I love that it's design. Beautiful. Uh, I, I love it's... octopuses or cephalopods. Yeah. You know, on any day, but to have them, uh, <laughs> yeah, featured. Yeah. Imagine if he were to duke it out with Prime Auto and live. <laughs> like, um, what would that fight look like? Oh my That'd god, so it would fun. be very, very gooey. gooey. Yeah. 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 Very, um, very gooey. But he was yeah. he was cool. He would have been a fun one to to see more of. I guess he did not survive the encounter with uh Gwen and Cindy though. Uh he he does appear again. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. But, but, uh, yeah. but again in a very minor yeah. role. Uh where right. where he doesn't get a huge amount of action. Or something. Um, so yeah, he's <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like yeah, we we get more of him and his weird uh, cool. octopus stuff. Uh, but but it, it, again, it's very brief. I, I do really like uh, that double page spread they do of Gwen and Cindy fighting through the silk agents mm. with Doctor Octopus in the background. Yeah. I thought was really fun, and yes. and the banter they have over the the elevator at yeah. the same time. Well, some really good. Yes, she's like you went down. Yeah, gone up, yeah. go out. <laughs> like never press down. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Funny. Um, they yeah. in like a basement there or something, aren't they? Or... But then we we kind of get to the root of why Gwen doesn't like Cindy because she she actually sees what everything Cindy lost. And she doesn't want that mm. to happen to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because because yeah, Cindy Cindy's in a very dark place. Um, you know, even compared to Gwen and and like. Gwen sees that and, and sort of sees how, you know, Cindy almost nearly accepts Cindy 65's offer uh, to join and, and, and yeah, becomes very uh, dismayed. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. I think he, he sees like why she's like, Cindy would have accepted this. And, and Gwen is like, why? And she kind of, and she sees that she's like, if, if Cindy's this low that she would accept an offer from a villain Gwen, Gwen sees that she's like that could be mm. me. Yeah, and, and and that reality again remains true for Cindy. Uh, even when sixty five, uh, Cindy sixty five goes away because because of course she's still got Black Cat and that dichotomy right. of uh, a villain offering like that alliance with Silk and, and right. her having to turn that down, um, even though she wants to, I, I guess, cut loose, um, is is a big part of her comic. Yes, it is, and uh, they 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 do resolve that eventually. I can't remember how it's resolved, but it is resolved. And um, I kind of feel bad for Felicia because Felicia feels she can finally trust Cindy and then she winds up screwing her over in the end. Was the um, undercover. There's always that kind of, yeah, that moment where it's like, yeah, oh. but uh, and, and Cindy, I think, mm. feels bad about it because I think she actually liked Felicia. Again, she's, she relates a lot to what Black Cat is going through. I 100%. think at one point in Silk... Black Cat actually says something along the lines of, well, everyone expects me to be this way, so mm. I might as well be this wow. way. Well, Jay's really opening um, up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. or something along those lines. I think that's in Silk, I see it. But it, I, it's I, basically along those lines of why Felicia is how she is, because everyone which, which is, expects it of her. So. Yeah, which is true of an, an editorial level as well, because they do, they, they, historically, they, they put, Felicia in that situation where she sort of gets better and forms an alliance with somebody and, and then they end up resetting her back to sort of being um, more of a, a, a de facto yeah. villain. Um, uh, Felicia was supposed to be a villain always. She was supposed to be actually Jessica's uh, villain until her the people who invented her got moved got moved to Spider-Woman, uh, Spider-Man before they could introduce her in Spider-Woman, so they just introduced her in Spider-Man mm-hmm. instead. Right. So... Yeah. And um and, and I guess now things have sort of worked out long term for Felicia um with her current yeah. with Jed brilliant. McCain. It's absolutely it's brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, sure. it's really good. Like, did you read her King in Black tie-ins? Uh, yeah, I'm, not yeah, yet. I'm, I'm behind. behind. As well, but, uh, are they good? They're good. Yeah, yeah they're good. They yeah. do. They do the, the right. anti-venom stuff, and yeah, that's fun. Yeah, they're good. Cool. So, um, so I see this other note about Jessica and Ellen. I just, I, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I picked up on that, right? Because obviously I've been listening to your podcast and, and you speculated <laughs> yeah. about this sort of stuff um, previously. But um, I, I was reading it and, and uh, she gives it a fair shake that Ellen could be her, uh, uh, could, could be her girlfriend on an, on an oh, alternate yes. reality. Um, well, what's, what's funny is that girlfriend could also just mean your regular friend because sometimes women will refer to their friends as their girlfriends. True, but at the same true. time... I don't think it was. I don't think Dennis Hellman. It that I don't way. think he did. I don't think he did. No, he, go, he jumps from roommate to girlfriend, as in you could be friends and a roommate, and and it just he jumped right to girlfriend, and I I think he meant it exactly how he meant. But also, it. I mean, like it's at a mansion as well. So uh, yeah, I know you're talking about like roommate. You know, the chances of it being um, referred. Roommate, but then friend, yeah. it, like it, like girlfriend, like like I think he meant it in the literal sense of girlfriend, like dating. Mm. I think that's exactly what he meant. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. so as well. Although I had this epiphany last night after reading this, and I was like, man, what if he had made Ellen Lindsay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I wonder, and I sat there and going, but what if he had originally, and then editorial said, no, you can't do this. <laughs> Uh, and and Lin- Lindsay being uh, Lindsay Jessica's Mutabe. very first friend. Yeah, Lindsay, in the original run, Lindsay Best is friend. Jessica's very first friend, and they were yeah. roommates. But it 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 was very um. There was a lot of yeah. subtext. She, she was there. completely normal. She was like an actor, um, like just a. She wasn't a superhero or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, they 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 met in therapy. Therapy just does not have a good relationship with therapy. Um. But they met in therapy and uh, Lindsay uh, saw that, you know, everyone hated Jess because Jess's pheromones made everyone hate her. But Lindsay's immune to them, <clears throat> which also signifies something. And <laughs> um, all right. And uh, yeah, so they became friends and she's Jessica's first friend and oldest friend. And uh, so I was I was I sit there and I look at Ellen and I just. It's she says girlfriend and I it, the way it's said I'm just like mm-hmm. Did you get yeah. that vibe, Kurt? As well? I, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I was I was reading through it. Uh, yeah, and 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 I and I read that and I thought yeah, this, because at that point obviously uh, Jessica doesn't know that it's Jesse Drew. Yes, uh, right. as far as she's she aware, know it's, her it's just a point to dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, she 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 does she does give that uh, a, a fair consideration and and yeah and I th- I thought that was an interesting point to bring out from from that particular interaction um, for sure. Everyone picked up on that. They were like girlfriend, and because not many people use the term girlfriends. Like if Abigail and I are like we're gonna go hang out with our friends, we say mm. we don't say girlfriends anymore. True. Yeah. So it's 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 I don't know. Unless if you want to make the distinction between guy friends and girlfriends. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I don't think Jess was making that distinction at all. Because Jess doesn't seem to be the type to do that. She would... No. Jess, I don't know. <laughs> it's up there. It's thrown up, it's thrown up there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, while we're speaking of actually, I thought Ellen Drew... Is it Ellen Drew? Uh, yeah, it would be Ellen Drew. Very cool character. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Tough as nails. I like her. She got one over slammed on. Her with a, slammed her with a can sure. of peas. That's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Right? And uh, she, you know, she, Jess was like, look, this is what your husband's doing, the double life he's leading. Yeah. And she just takes that <laughs> no. rifle and points it right at Jess. And I Jess love is that. like, all right, yeah. lady. And that's the other line, too, that gets me because when Jess and Jesse are fighting, 
she's like, I've met the difference between us, and frankly, mm -hmm. she could do better. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah good and point. I don't good know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you yeah. want to make of that line. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, it's uh, it, it's very interesting how the the two issues of Spider Woman uh that that get tied in here they parallel each other where uh, Jess goes to to Jesse's home and then they have to sort of like make a truce for the kids and then right. the same thing happens when Jesse very goes to Kill Jess's Bill. Home. If you if you read that issue number six of Spider Woman, that is like li like directly pulled from Kill Bill. Oh, if you've okay. ever seen that movie, I it's, uh, it's, I'm uncultured. I'm afraid there's a scene in Kill Bill where uh, the bride, Uma Thurman's character, uh, comes upon another spy's house, and the two of them are fighting, and the spy's kids come home, oh. and they stop fighting. And then, um, and then uh, the kids go and get distracted, and she kills the lady. Oh, whoa. All right. Very, very <laughs> Kill Bill. It's very, it's yeah. very yeah, she did. Uh, it's a very violent movie, but uh, basically, um, it's, Basically, that is exactly what it's from. That's slightly... Basically. Yeah. Although I will say, I, I would like to point out Ellen's kids and the boy is like, whatever. And the, yeah. the little girl is like, she looks just yeah. like dad. And like the little girl is seeing all these like mm. little things, like these little yeah. details. And the, the little boy's like, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's not I'm, I'm, I have to say, I'm a little disappointed now that there's that correlation between Kill Bill because... Um, yeah, I mean, if that was lifted from the influence from there, then that's fine. I mean, but like, I thought. It, I don't yeah. know if it was, but yeah. like, I mean, I, I guess think it's it was because yeah. if, if you watch Kill Bill, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just from Kill Bill. Yeah, oh, fair enough. But it was still good. I mean, I like that dynamic. Yeah, um, you know, I thought I thought it was interesting. I really like the cover to Spider Woman number seven. Oh, um, uh, Jess versus Jesse. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're both telling you to shush, and there's the sort of the, the baby sleeping yeah. uh, at the bottom of the... Yeah, brilliant cover. I love that. It's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, do you know who the, the, the penciler is? I'm just trying to find um, a credit in my book. That here. is... It's not Tula Lote. Oh, yeah. Nice, um, nice cover. No, it's not her. It's somebody... Is it Tula Lote? No, Tula Lote did the art. Who is it? Oh, crap. Why? I will find something? out. Yeah. Is it begin with one, a Y? It's a Yasmin. It's Yasmin Putri. Ah, Yasmin. Yeah, Yasmin of course. She did, she did both covers for um, Spider Woman and then she did Spider Woman Omega too. She did the cover yeah, for that cool. too. I think is, she is did that... all the covers actually. Yasmin Putri did all of them, didn't she? Yeah, she, did she do the one, uh, the main one for the book where they're all tied up? Yes. Yeah, she did Alpha. Yeah, the, these these Very spectacular good, covers. I love them. Yeah. She did uh, Omega really, too, really though, good. with the Cindy, and she's dropping the girls like she's throwing yeah. them down, and they're all falling. Very kind of manga, anime. Yeah, yeah, she did everything. Yeah, she yeah. did all the covers. I think. Yeah, the the, the dynamic between the characters uh, when you can see like their facial expressions and stuff. I thought like like she's got a really good uh, um, like eye for. Um, yeah, her covers. Uh, for, are, mm. She's yeah, she's excellent. Sure. Um, I love that. It's, uh, it's really really cool and remember how one of the artists for this event bengal he moved on to do the uh covers for spider gwen ghost spider oh oh yeah yes. i love bengal he's such a great artist and yeah, i loved i loved his interiors in spider gwen um yeah that was pretty cool yeah they're, they're, they're fun i like it uh, i think he did some work on supergirl as well didn't he uh, yeah both him and um and i think uh joel jones is actually currently on supergirl oh nice so, uh, Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Oh, Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Oh, it's Wonder Girl. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Joel, Joel Jones I... is writing and and oh. doing the art for Wonder Girl now, if I recall correctly. Oh, wow. 
Um, I thought it was Supergirl. Okay. Uh, but she may have done some stuff on on Supergirl as well. I'm uh, I'm not 100 percent on on that series, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Bengal, yeah, he's he's a fun artist. He doesn't get brought back uh, for the Spider Gwen run, but yeah, I, I do like the stuff he does. I like the um, again, I like the fa- the facial uh, expressions between um between the yeah. characters. I was trying to find the the, the page where um Cindy 65 tells Gwen that. Uh, she created the spider. Oh, yes. Um, and yeah. there's this sort of bit where, like, Gwen's shoulders and whole posture has just dropped. And and, and just aside, Cindy's like, actually, um, no, one second. Uh, and I thought that was, uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. The way they frame the characters there is really cool. He, he has really good, uh, his body language is, is great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, um, I also like sure. uh, uh, the Omega issue with, uh, who is it? It's Nico Leon's art. Yes. Very such an animated like it looks yeah. like an animated movie. He previously did Miss Marvel, if I remember okay. correctly, right? Yeah, yeah he, that's right. He's yeah. done Miss Marvel, and he's done um he's done some other ones. He's he's a fun artist. I like his work. He's he's a lot of fun. And um, sure. we already talked about Joelle Jones, and then we had um Tana Ford and Silk, uh, who's a no- she was a normal Silk artist. I think that was the only of the three of them. I think that was the only one that okay. didn't have a fill in artists for their um for was the it, yeah interesting art nice art for that yeah it was um it gave um it gave gwen really curly yeah. hair curiously yeah. yes um, compared to her normal art yeah um, I, maybe she went i guess like i think it was i don't know if it was supposed to be like a curly or if she was going for that i just pulled my hood off and my hair is all tussled looks true yeah i true. guess that's looks pretty well possible. placed for tussled <laughs> yes it does <laughs> Uh, as as one would expect true, from superhero true. comics, <laughs> of course. And uh, I think I think if I were to to go, I would say the Alpha issue is my least favorite in terms of art. Oh, okay, I didn't mind that. Yeah, yeah it was very different compared to the rest of them. Yeah. I I don't know. I the eyes bothered me. Like, it kind of reminded me of Alias. Remember with uh, Michael Gatos's art. I I don't know if that's the. I don't. I I I thought the art in Alias was better. I'm sorry. I, I, I like Tula Lote, but th- this one issue, I just, how the eyes, she drew the eyes, I just... Uh, Vanessa Del Rey? Was it Is Vanessa right? Del Rey? Yeah, it was oh, yeah. Vanessa Del Rey. Oh, it wasn't Tula Lote. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm confusing um, all my people. Um, yeah, no, I, I just was not... The eyes I'm looking at the panel, me. Sarah, and I think I know which one you mean. I, I... The action was really good. <laughs> The action was excellent in it, but the expression work was not. I can tell you, yeah, I know what you meant about the eyes. I, I, yeah, yep. I, I thought the same. You felt the same, Peter? Um, but that said, yeah, the Belair's colors in that same issue are um, carrying. Oh, Jordi Belair is a genius, mm. yeah, though. Yeah, are good. I love her colors. Jordi's colors are always good. You can't, you can't, you can't fault her. I love Jordi's colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, Bella's done a lot of... Um, work on uh and, and some of the spider gwen stuff as well like in the annual they color a, a good chunk of these stories and issues mm-hmm. in there um which is really cool um excellent and i don't yeah. know um i don't know who the co- colorist was for bengal rico renzi uh, it was still renzi yeah oh, Rico. Renzi was, oh yeah it was a normal yeah. colorist then for yeah renzi yeah. is my my oh, i love rico renzi yeah yeah gwen's only had two colorists renzi and ian herring okay and okay. on, on her solo titles, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rico Renzi, he most recently did Gwenham versus Carnage, and spectacular nice. colors in that. Um, oh yeah. yeah, he he he. I love his colors. Like he's he's an excellent colorist. He's 
he was fantastic. And I, I was glad to see him come back for Gwen and, and Carnage to see him back yeah. with her. That was good. And he's, um, um, he's, he's now on the Mr. Miracle ongoing oh. as well, um, oh, wow. which, which sort him. of fits his color palette, uh, I think, um, which is, which is really nifty. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, I, th- I think he's the only colorist I'd say I'd stan, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, Oh, I, I stan re- Matt Wilson. Right. Matt Wilson's my, my, if I were to stan a colorist, I love Rico or, uh, I love Rico and I follow him on, I follow him on Instagram with his French bulldog. Um, but Matt Wilson, who he he did a uh, he was a uh, he replaced Javier Rodriguez as colorist on Daredevil when Javier went and got Spider Woman, and um, he's also uh, he's done so he did Thor. I mean he's he's done Matt Wilson's done like everything at Marvel. I love Matt Wilson. He's my he's my he's the one I stand for colorists. Nice, nice. Who do you stand for artists? Oh God, I stand so one. many artists. Like who's number one on your list? I don't know. Maybe Javier Rodriguez. That guy is a genius. He, He's got very he, good his lines. Most, oh God. He well, he drew all of Spider Woman or most of it. He um, his work though. I think if you really want to like his work, excels at the cosmic stuff. You and the weird. Like if you look, he's very, very heavily influenced by Kirby. You need to read his Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme History of the Marvel Universe. He oh, drew yeah. all of that. That's, that's really good. Um, his Royals run for the Inhumans, um, his work on um, Exiles. I mean, the guys, and he did that sword fight scene recently in Fantastic Four that you saw floating around with the, oh, God, he's Oh, he's, on, he's on Fantastic Four? Uh, he just did a short, like, backup story in that. Um, okay and the most recent issue and uh the guy is and and oh my god mm-hmm. i can't t- javier is, is javier rodriguez i mean i love perry perez on the current spider woman run and and phil notos mm-hmm. what got me in the comics but javier rodriguez is definitely my favorite the, the, nice. he's like he does not get enough credit for the work he does the guy's a genius nice. ray what about you oh, the, oh god i was just thinking that there is so many um i like joe bennett's run uh, so far, Immortal Hulk. Uh, Mark Chichetto is really good as well. Yeah. Oh, God. His Daredevil really, work is, really nice. Oh, my art. God. Yeah. Electric hair. <laughs> it's got a life of its own. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, but even like the old uh, the old artist, like Ron Franz, is one of my faves from from the Mighty Thor. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Very hard. It, it's kind of like um, a different answer every day, <laughs> day of the week. Um, but... I'll uh, I'll throw out um, Greg Smallwood. I love Greg Smallwood stuff. He's um, uh, very very tidy. That's not a name I've heard. Oh. What is he drawing? Is he done? Yes, Vampiron- yes, nice one. Yeah, Vampironica. I read yep. that. That's, he does it with his that's sister. Great. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, love his sister. Work on that. Writes uh, writes it and he draws it. Um, yeah, it, it was it was good before they gave it to Frank Thierry. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when when he was yeah, Greg Smallwood, I really enjoyed his time on Vampire. Yeah, yeah. That, well, he does he does a lot of covers. He floats. He did Moon, he did Moon Knight. That's what I'm I'm saying it. Uh, yeah, Moon of Knight course, is yeah, a, yeah, quite a seminal run. Um, but he's done stuff for Immortal Hulk as well, like a one shot. Um, he he just kind of floats around. I think. Um, yeah, he hasn't. I don't think he's got a, an ongoing title at the moment. But um, yeah, no, he's really good. Very. Um, yeah. What about you guys? Kurt already knows this, but um, I stand Ryan Stegman. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Stegman. Yeah, he's good. Great. 
He's yeah. funny. Yeah. Superstar um, at the moment. Yeah. I would yeah. actually love to see him tackle a new Spider Gwen ongoing because, like, he's done Peter Miles Otto Kane in 2099. Have you? Did you read his Inhumans run? Because he started with Charles Soule on the Inhumans. That's on uh, my oh. list on Marvel Unlimited. Okay. Uh, he's yeah. Ryan Stegman's really good, and um, he's funny. You should see some. I remember his banter one time with Robbie Thompson. Like Robbie Thompson had gotten a commission from him mm-hmm. or something. And he hadn't done it, and Robbie kept pestering him on Twitter. It was really funny. <laughs> He's got his thread. own podcast as well, I think, Stegman and Friends. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he does. Recently, I asked him on the, the Twitter that he answered on the podcast what spider character he wants to draw next. Uh, like, I was mentally trying to project to get him to say Gwen, but he wants to he wants to do more Peter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was trying to say... Yeah, I was trying to project, say Gwen, yeah, say Which, which blonde-haired uh, spider character would you like to do the most? <laughs> yeah, I should have been more specific. Yeah, exactly. Right? How about you, Kurt? Uh, probably a tie between uh, Russell Doutman or... Oh, nice. um, He's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his or, um, Thor covers, his mighty Thor covers, oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. The, the, the death of, of Thor? Oof, with the fire. All of it. Mm. All of it. He did all the covers for the Mighty Thor from the Jane Foster run. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. That, 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 that's one of my. It was one one of the runs which got me into comics. Was nice. was Russell Doutman working on that, uh, and and a tie with uh, James McKelvey. Um, oh yeah. Who, He's good. who, yeah, who, who did the uh, the Wicked and the Divine, which is like uh, one of my no, is McKelvey the writer or the art? No, Gillen's the writer. Yes, uh, Gillen's the right. writer. McKelvey's the artist. He, uh, they they were they did a uh, Young Avengers together back in the day as well. Okay. Yes, um, they're a good yeah. team. Yeah, and and McKelvey to me, what's most impressive is he produ- produces these very clean um, panels, but he 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 did uh, I think all of or at least most of the Wicked and the Divine, um, which is like this this ongoing like with um yeah. Uh, with ADHD, uh, and, and and which I think is incredible, oh. like that he kept up with that sort of schedule. Yeah, because he wasn't um, diagnosed until well into that run, right? Yeah, yeah, which which I think is impressive because uh, you know I, I struggle a lot with my concentration, focus, and yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent inspiration yeah. that guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, really love his work. Um, I I do. Um, I th- I I am behind on Wikdiv, but I that's a great series. Hundred percent. Yeah. So good! I love it. I love it. I love it. It is good. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I, I I think I got through volume five. I need to finish it. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm about the same. I'm, I'm I'm pacing myself at the moment. I'm reading one trade a week. Um, oh, so you're, you're going faster than I am because I think I I I I haven't read it in a while, so I need to get back on it. Fetties, fetties. Um, yeah. Um, should we get back on topic? Yeah, yes. yeah. I, it was a good tangent, though. I enjoyed that tangent. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm. I, was was there any other sort of? Uh, I think we covered uh, little, everything. Little things. No. I think we got yeah. it all, guys. I don't have anything else to point out, really, other than um, I know people want another one, a crossover between the three of them. I think it's at a point where it could probably happen with Cindy and Jess still having ongoing of um. Well, they did one with Spider-Men and then Spider-Men 2. So oh, I guess it's possible Bendis. they could do Spider-Women 2. Yeah. Well, what I'm here's what I'm expecting because um, we recently had that um, voice casting announcement for Jess for Into the Spider-Verse 2. What I think is going to happen is um, I know that after Into the Spider-Verse 2, the intention is to do an animated Spider-Women movie that is going to yes. start mm-hmm. Jess. Cindy and Gwen, yes. and I would not put it past Marvel 
to do a Spider-Woman 2 around the same time. 100%. A few years out, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to do that. I yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to 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 all those projects for sure. What are the chances uh, with the especially yeah. in... Sorry, Kate. What, what, what are the chances? What of, are the um, chances of what? that spot of women being um, an influence on the animated? I, I oh, hope I think they, it is. I absolutely it is. Okay. think it is because um, I think that's where they got it awesome. from. Because that'd be fun. That'd be I great. Think, I think that crossover is actually probably what inspired them to do that. Okay. Animated, if they do it. Um, I mean, they they definitely seem to want it since they. I, I find it interesting that they've made the just casting announcement already. Mm-hmm. And um, they wouldn't, um, it's basically been confirmed because Chris Miller confirmed that she is absolutely on mm-hmm. it and he didn't discount that it was Jess. So she is, we're definitely getting Jess, which version That's of so Jess, good. Good, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like it's the original Jess, so not or, uh, 1610 Jess. So nice. Um, we yeah, just no, need the Cindy, we need the Cindy count, uh, announcement next. And Cindy's solo show is. Um, on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. yeah, and that's already that's in production now. It's not just um, in development. It's in production. It spins me out that that's yeah, for that's that. which makes me a little bitter about the whole thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest because yeah. um, spinning out of because how it went with with Jess is Jess was supposed to have this big comeback after Spider Verse, and I feel like Gwen and Cindy overshadowed Jess a little bit. And uh, Jess's book got canceled the same month she turned 40. And then Cindy's book. So out of the three of them from this time frame, Gwen was the longest standing. And now Gwen's run's coming to an end. Um, and Jess and Cindy are the ongoings mm. now. Well, Cindy's yeah. is a well, thing it was yeah. supposed to be. But... I, I, yeah, I think it's funny how it's where it's up. Because right now, if you look at the ongoings Marvel has, uh, Jessica is... Is is the only one out of the three uh, who, who who looks to actually have a long run ahead of her, uh, which which doesn't seem guaranteed mm. uh, right it's now for, for Cindy Orban. No, never. Um, uh, Cindy Cindy was supposed to be an ongoing. Her her series was announced at C two E two and then got the and she was supposed to be out July twenty twenty, and yeah. obviously the pandemic really screwed with that. So she went down from an ongoing to a mini series, which was a shame yeah. because her ongoing is excellent currently uh, oh, in the perfect world in the perfect world we would have all three of them at the same time again mm. yeah I, um, I i think i think it's a bit ridiculous that that like gwen and, and cindy and jess have to like compete with each other yeah. while peter parker gets like four issues a month <laughs> right um, and and miles is, that... is always ongoing too and i i think peter and miles are for movie reasons um gwen also for movie reasons I'm I'm also a little salty that Gwen got to the big screen before Jessica uh, did. Yeah. I feel like as the original, mm-hmm. Jessica is owed that. So now they're they're the the confusion I've seen coming out of um on Twitter is you know Olivia Wilde's rumored Spider is, is a Sony movie, but they haven't confirmed yeah. it's Spider Woman. Although that seems to be pretty likely now. Um, and now this Jessica Drew cast, and they're like, who the hell? And I see so much of it. But people are going, but Gwen is Spider-Woman. I'm like, no, Gwen no. is a Spider-Woman. Yeah. She is not the yeah. Spider-Woman. And, and they don't even brand her like that anymore. Like, no. Uh, no. You know, and they, ba- they barely branded her as Spider-Woman to begin with. Like, they, they, right. they would go She's with Spider-Gwen where they could. Even in this book, when it's she gets referred Spider-Gwen. to... 
Right, right, and and even when Jessica refers to her, she doesn't she doesn't refer to her as Spider Woman. She calls she calls her Spider Gwen um, as well. Uh, it, it's it's uh, to distinguish Gwen from the fact that Jessica Drew is the OG uh, right. Spider Woman. And, uh, and and that's sure. that's the difference. And what people don't understand are like, well, Miles is Spider Man. I said, but Miles and Peter, both his sixteen ten counterpart and his six one six counterpart, Peter has blessed him with that like yes you are spider-man you are my legacy yes. person yes. whereas jess i think the closest she ever had to a legacy was maddie franklin and maddie's mm. dead so yeah. and and julia re- re- renounced the name when jessica got her powers back and, and julia's now madam webb so Jessica really doesn't have a true legacy spider woman to pass that mantle on she has not passed no. that on to either Cindy or Gwen or it's Anya. because uh, Gwen thought that Jess would kill her if she used Spider Woman <laughs> on six one six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jess wouldn't, you do not Jess mess wouldn't with, have killed yeah. her. <laughs> Jess well, wouldn't I, have killed her. Jess would have just been like, really? Yeah, quite myth. She would. Um, but, but yeah, her. I think I think that's important. It, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She should should be yeah, she'd be quite upset about that. But yeah. but yeah, I think I think it's an important distinction to make between like Miles and Peter because obviously. Uh, Miles inherited uh, Peter's uh, legacy mm. and web shooters and supporting cast uh, and comic book right. title and everything. So that, that that was a whole thing. It's it's arcs of his book are built around him becoming Spider-Man uh, in, in a way which just isn't true. I think for Gwen, who uh, who, who right. may have had her book called Spider-Woman if, if Jessica Drew didn't have an ongoing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 yeah, absolutely. I think they made a good decision to move away uh, from that name uh, in, in the comic books and and in the branding. Um, right. I, I do think Ghost Spider is a good good choice. Um, I like as far it. As these things go. I yeah. think it's because Marvel Rising coined it first, and then the comics started to uh, yeah um, integrate they, that. Well, I also think they wanted to separate her from Jess too, because again, I think I think they've got plans for Jess, but and they they need to dis- distinguish them. And, and truth be told, the reason Gwen even got a series is because of excellent character design, like. She wasn't even supposed to have a series. She was supposed to have that one shot. Yeah, from the edge of well, edge of Spider-Verse. Everyone's it? like, "That's a baller costume. Yeah. We want to know more about her." And so that's how she even got a series to begin with. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but she's been immensely popular. Dan Slott always. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, Dan Slott always had a plan to put a a Gwen Stacy in Spider Verse, uh, and then that that got developed into that one shot, like you said, and then the one shot uh, sold so yeah. well, and the cosplays and the collectors uh, sort of fixated on it a lot. And yeah, um, a great result, costume. Look, yeah, it's it, it a is a costume. spectacular, yeah, mm. spectacular character design, uh, and and I do I do think a lot of it is is owed to that um, for sure. Um, but you know, at the same time, I I do think there should be space for both Jessica and Gwen to breathe because yeah, I cannot emphasize this enough. Peter Parker has four issues of Amazing Spider-Man a month right now. He's going to have his own event where it's just and him. also I gotta say uh, four yeah. issues. That's insane. Kudos to Nick Spencer. Yeah. Oh, but also I mean Spider-Man yeah, is a character. He's, he's, Bank. he's but then he also has he's like Batman. He's got seven different yeah. books out. Like yeah, I mean yeah, that's and, the thing and, though. He, it, like he's it's he's I, up there with Batman at the highest selling. So perhaps. Yeah. True, true, uh, but I, 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 and and you'll you'll find a similar discourse over at DC when they talk about uh, non-Batman mm-hmm. DC characters. Uh, it, it is is it does feel like these very very big names uh, are taking up a lot of space, yeah. um, and, and you have all of these uh, legacy characters and, and sidekicks that are sort of trying to to grow it into their own right, but sort of can't really get enough comic issues to 
to sort of mm. make that stick. Um, and, and so they sort of end up in this sort of regressive situation where they keep getting reset and, and they don't yeah. they don't get enough right. sort of spotlight to get the sales there. Yeah, it's because of because um, all those reboots yeah. as well. I mean, like oh, in the right. old days, we had the longer runs, like the longer issues where they can flesh out those characters, but we just don't have that these days, unfortunately. Right. Although I will say, um, you know, they they seem to be has have slowed that down a little bit because look at Immortal Hulk getting the mm. fifty issues. Carol's still ongoing. I know that's amazing. Um, it's got up to fifty. So uh, you, yeah. So there haven't been a lot of. They seem to have slowed that down yeah. a little bit with the rebooting. I will say this for Marvel though. Um, Marvel seems to be more willing to throw characters at the wall to see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. DC does. I mean, I mean, look at Gwen. She got how many? 75, five issues. I mean, Jessica only just got to a hundred issues, but that's besides yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Reptil. Yeah, it is. Reptil. Gwen's actually up to 63. Still okay. pretty good compared to a hundred. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, just it, forty years old and only just got know, 118 of those issues are Maddie. Yeah, Spider Office, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you, yeah, 100. I think you're right. They, they've been very lethargic in in giving Jessica the spotlight and the the runs that she needs uh, for, for for the time that she has been in comics for. Um, I, I will say this: Pacheco and uh, is it is it Perry or Perez? Yeah, uh, Perry. 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 It's, Perry. It's Perry. I say uh, Perry, but Perry. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, Pacheco and, uh, and Perez run at the moment um, it is it will hopefully go the distance uh, and, and and really make Jessica Drew as, as a character really uh, stick out in the modern mm. era, um, uh, outside of Avengers books and stuff. Um, They've really, I think, cemented Jess as a uh, martial artist. She might not be Iron Fist or, or Shang Chi, but Shang Chi, but she. Uh, oh yeah, she's she uh, she's pretty good with that <laughs> with the with the uh, the fighty fighty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I love I love that. Yeah, it's uh, the 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 amount the amount of work they're putting into into making those mm. fight fight scenes uh, is just it's, it's crazy. Uh, I I love listening to them speak about it uh, on your podcast <laughs> uh, when you have the creators on. That's yeah, it's really fun. It is fun. Um, Carla, if you ever want to talk to her, she'll just just ask her. I'm sure she not to put words in her mouth, but she seems to be very willing to do podcasts. Yeah. So nice. Not bad, but uh, yeah, but uh. I, I feel like there is room for all three of them because all three, Cindy, Gwen, and Jess, they all have different stories they can tell. Yeah, and, they're um, very different. And I feel like, uh, I know, I, 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 do, I do have a little bit of, of bitterness towards Gwen. I'm sorry to say on your podcast, <laughs> as a guest on your podcast, I, I'm a little, I'm a little jealous I, I, of all the love Gwen gets because Jess is the original, but just doesn't yeah, seem to get... I, 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 I get what you're getting at. I, I have similar feelings, but they're mostly directed towards Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Peter Parker hater, uh, all things considered. I don't hate Peter, but he just doesn't. I mean, it's, it's just like, okay, I, I, I get it. I like him. He's okay, but I just, I can't. I find the ladies, the spider ladies, far more interesting. Definitely. Than Parker. <laughs> yeah. And that's all of them. That includes on, I, I include Anya in that umbrella. Um, oh yeah! Shout out to Anya's way, way, way at the back. <laughs> I'm glad Anya's isn't showing up in Black Widow now. So, I, I oh right, I really? Her, yeah, she's she's uh, Team Spider Ladies: Black Widow, Jessica Drew, and uh, 
uh, Anya and that's S P Y hyphen D E R. Uh, Jess is not in Black Widow, but it was referenced in the recent issue. So Anya is a supporting character in Black Widow now. Like, do you think right. Anya only is only getting this newfound attention just because she was featured in the uh, Marvel Spider-Man cartoon? No, um, Anya has uh, Anya is going to be in development for a Prime show, but also Anya's not. No one's doing anything with Anya and. Um, Kelly Thompson, because of that, Anya um, did that team up with Jess and um, Natasha in Avengers Assemble um, by Kelly Sudakonic. So uh, Kelly Thompson, who is a very big fan of continuity, she's a continuity buff a little bit, like not probably not on the same level as Al Ewing, but um, Kelly likes her continuity. So she needed to develop a supporting cast for Natasha. So she brought and this is how I'm assuming it because of that connection in Avengers Assemble. She's like, you know what? I'm going to bring Anya over. No one's doing anything with her. So I'm going to bring her over into Black Widow because nice. I like her. And uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pleased. I, I wasn't, I, I must've been on the timeline at some point, but I've, uh, I, I completely hadn't realized that, that, that Anya was a supporting character now. That's really, really cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad she's getting some uh, like proper sp- space to breathe outside of that uh, order of the web stuff they had going on in the amazing Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Which I think is, could totally be explored in a solo for Anya, considering that she's the only one that can read that stuff. So if, if you look at Anya's origin, she's got a crazy, her origin's crazy too. Very mystic. I, I need to read more of uh, Anya Corazon for sure. Um, she's she's very interesting basically tldr she's caught in a freak accident between the spider society and the wasps if i remember correctly i can't recall but yeah she's got a whole she had like a carapace and the whole mystical thing to get her powers it's really it's crazy it's really good fun and she lost the carapace but regained spider powers during spider island but was the only person who did not mutate right and also, well, Jess didn't mutate either, I think. But um, but what's really interesting is that Anya's current outfit was given to her by Julia Carpenter when Julia became Madam Web. So she's got Julia Carpenter's spider outfit. So she could technically, if you really wanted to, to go by legacy characters, she could technically be sort of Julia's legacy because she's got Julia's costume. Because Anya just calls herself Spider-Girl right now. Right. She was going by Aranya, but no one could pronounce it. So she's... Oh, how how, how am I supposed to... Sorry, how how should I be pronouncing it? Aranya. Aranya Aranya Aranya. was her... Aranya was her her superhero name, but no one could pronounce it. Yeah, you have to stress the N, like pinata. Mm -hmm. I see. Aranya. That's Um, a shame. Yeah, so she's Spider-Girl. There's a whole thing about that in Spider-Verse 2, I think, actually. Like Jess was like, so you're Spider Girl? She's like, yeah, I guess so. No, oh, that <laughs> seems a shame. That that doesn't but, seem like a good reason. That's that's but, rough. Yeah, but Jess, uh, Jess mentored Anya too. They were, and then Jess let her fly. And I got that. I got really mad because um, Gwen and Cindy and uh, Jess were all in that recent Sins Rising thing, and uh-huh. Jess was like, "Who are you?" to Anya and. Oh no! Everyone's like, "How how could Jess forget who Anya is when Jess mentored Anya?" And I said, "I I had canon it that that Jess hadn't heard from Anya in so long that she was mad at her and was like pretending to not know who she was." 
Like, who are right. you? You don't you call mean, like, me sarcasm? anymore. Yeah. You, yeah. Th- this is yeah. this is what happens. The closer to Peter Parker you get, the more forgetful uh, you become. That's what happens. Because, yeah. And, um, and honestly, I feel like Nick Spencer's kind of afraid to tackle the ladies because they all have strong way. personality. And I don't think he... <laughs> oh, yeah. I could, uh, I could talk about how all the ladies have been handled in these crossovers. Like, It's not great. Yeah. It's not yeah. great. Um, I, th- I think like, I think down the, the line someday we'll, we'll do we'll do a last remains episode and and the, we'll, the, we'll probably rant a lot about the 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 Spider-Man writers cannot write the ladies all that great. Although I I do give kudos to Dan Slott to have just beat the shit out of Peter in that one issue. <laughs> that was great, but that was it. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, did did we uh, did we want to wrap up? things now um we've got um we got a comment yes yeah we got a comment uh who did did, uh should i read it out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. uh, oh right of course yes oh right uh so it's from ryan the rambler uh at mediahead85 on twitter uh he wrote to us he said it's a fun arc although it feels like things kind of spiraled out after gwen lost her powers and even the way she got them back left me with conflicted feelings but that's for another time which is now now when ryan says that do, do they mean with regards to the power-ups or the latest stuff they do with gwen's powers or um... i think it's probably i think what he's if you don't mind me jumping in on this what i'm kind of feeling is that maybe like he feels like maybe trying to spiral out after gwen lost her power so gwen loses her powers um and then she's de- kind of dependent on these isotopes yeah and after this run ends how she goes about getting that isotope and just within this arc i guess then right uh no not necessarily i think it's after this like up until the predators arc yeah Yeah. i I think yeah i I mean i i really and we've touched on it in in this podcast i think like i really enjoy what they what they do next with Mm -hmm. gwen's powers but i can see how somebody would prefer maybe the de de facto type spider powered person i guess Mm -hmm. right and just and or just gwen needing to um go through less than savory means to ensure she stays powered up with those i love that and uh it's 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 kind of you know not what peter would do i think because yeah because i want to point out that gwen's current power source it makes her stand out from the other spiders right right because she's well spoilers we want yeah yeah we're gonna talk about it later i i uh, I, yeah i I do like this arc really does hint to where she's Mm. going though when when jesse's juice origin it points exactly to where gwen's gonna be going yeah with the with the spiders and the stuff yeah mm-hmm. i i thought that was quite interesting that that gets more elaboration in in the spider woman comic than it actually ever really does in in the spider it, it, uh, it, 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 if you if you didn't read the spider woman tie-ins to this for jesse drew's origin because the minute i read jesse drew's origin and i went oh this is where that's going oh, for okay. Glenn. i knew exactly right. where it was going right and i was like oh it's very well set up it, it um, is, and like as soon as as soon as I heard that, I was like, "That's what they're doing with Gwen." All right, it's right there. It's spelled out exactly where that issue, that Spider Woman issue, tells you exactly where they're going to go with Gwen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, yeah, uh, which uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting into that 
future I've episodes. To, I've got to read sure. these now. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah Spider Gwen. Uh, yeah, it's it's really it's very good, and cool. it's it's uh it's uh, yeah this this whole Spider Woman crossover really, and I, I know I said it, I'm kind of repeating myself, but um, mm. it, it really has no long term ramifications for yeah. Jess or Cindy. It's all about Gwen and setting up Gwen's future. Cool. Yeah, um, so, definitely. Um, yeah, does so, that wrap up everything? Yeah, I think uh, yeah we've we've covered most things. Uh, did we, do we want to give like a, a like a little short spiel each about why? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, what, what we thought of the of the arc? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, who'd like to go first? <laughs> Sorry, I'll yeah. go first. <laughs> nice. Why not? So um, I really love this arc. Uh, as someone who was reading all three Spider Ladies at the time, um, it wasn't hard for me to just pick up one after the other and follow it. What I really loved was how every issue kind of picked up where the previous one left off, which is a lot of coordination between the three writers um, that you don't really see in crossovers. When you have big events like that, you don't really see that level of crossover, but you could definitely see where Gwen ended and then Cindy's issue picked up where Gwen's issue left off. And then Jess's issue might not was a little bit more self-contained i think but could still referenced everything and i think all three writers did a good job right um carrying over and writing each woman within character like sometimes when you have a crossover you don't have that and in this one it was very consistent throughout i felt um i really loved it uh, a lot of sm crossovers aren't like that and i really love smaller crossovers like this so i would love to see more of it um i just really loved it and if you were someone who was maybe only reading Gwen or only reading Cindy or only reading Jess this was a really good introduction to all three spider women and how they're all different just because they are in the spider family quote unquote does not mean they're all the same they're all very different and yeah this was a really good showcase of that I loved it mm. nice yeah, I'd, I'd... yeah very very tight writers like you said yeah absolutely I um I'd, I'd share Sharon's sentiment actually I mean for sure I mean that the writing was really good uh well knit amongst all of the writers for the particular titles uh and uh, yeah exactly I like this scale of small uh, crossovers because it does allow for for you to actually spend some time to understand the characters as opposed to say certainly as you're saying with the Nick Spencer or, or the amazing the amazing Spider-Man runs where they do guest other spider people and they're just kind of there to to make the numbers, you know, kind of a bit of an ensemble, whereas you actually get to see uh, a bit more of the fleshing out of these characters in this uh, in this event. Uh, I thought the event was just very well thought out as well. There were so many like, layers to it, uh, as I mentioned before. Um, really nice character interactions as well. Um, voicings of the characters were, were quite distinct, um, as well as it kind of kept the pace along as well with, with the actual story, where it was going, what was happening. And what I initially thought was a very kind of simple premise um, ended up having all these other kind of branches to it, which, which just made it a lot more satisfying, um, as well as your kind of your standard action stuff, which I always love as well. So it had a, a fair bit of that, which um, I'm, I'm never complaining. Um, I've never complained for. But, uh, yeah, it was just really good, a really good, um, really good event. Awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I... I 
for sure i i really like that aspect of it and how character driven it is and and how uh how, how much it is it is about like like you say the the interactions between the three of them because i think it could have got quite distracted with the sort of like worlds being taken over sort of standard yes. story but but instead it, it sort of squeezes as much mm. out of uh the three uh the, the three characters as they can there for interactions and uh, and, and characterizations and i i find that very meaningful even even uh, if, if jess and cindy don't get a lot from this down the line uh you, you do get a lot of character mm. work from them and their interactions with different people and i think i think that alone uh it makes this quite a strong book um well also generally speaking like this uh lays out a lot for for the spider gwen run later down the line uh it's it's very much a big part of Gwen's mm-hmm. saga and uh, I really like it uh, and that aspect of it. It feels very consequential for Gwen. I would argue this is probably Gwen's most consequential um, mm. Spider-Man crossover. Uh, it, very much key to the rest of her books mm-hmm. uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah uh, if you so, skip yeah. this event, I agree with that. If you skip this event and you just launch from yeah, you're going to be a little bit lost, I think. Yeah, I, I, and I remember somebody uh, who was talking to me about reading lists and stuff, and said, oh, "I don't, I don't really want to buy uh, this. This like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to go out my way and read this other thing with these other characters to read Gwen's story." And I'm like, "But, but, but no, you should though, <laughs> because, because it, it sets it, it, up it, it, everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Little Women is crucial, right. very much so, and, and it's also a very good character to work with those other characters mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, very, very, very good stuff and all around. I really enjoyed this. I, I will say, going on that, not wanting to read other characters, I, I think. It's a good way you you know you may go into it going oh i don't want to read this about these other characters but in the long run you learn about new characters that you might not know about and it's part of the fun discovery mm-hmm. of of comics where you sit there and you and this is this is how it happened for me i wanted to read particularly one character so i read that character but then other characters start showing up in this book and i go well now i want to know about this other one and so you know, you might be want Gwen, you're like, oh, I don't care about Jess or Cindy. But then you sit there and you go, oh, hey, these guys are actually pretty cool. Maybe I do want to learn about them. And that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, 100%. I interjected on you, Abigail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I love the chemistry between the spider women, like Robbie, Jason, Dennis, and is it only the three of them? Yeah, no, that's it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's only the three, three of them. Of them. I love how they wrote all the three of them together. You can tell that they have this chemistry that they know what the other is thinking. Yeah, absolutely. They're actually, I think, really good friends in real life. Um, So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's actually. So the first New York Comic Con I went to, I have a story about the three of them. So the first New York Comic Con I went to, they were all there. And... uh, Dennis and I don't think Jason, I don't think either of them had tables, but Robbie had a table. But Robbie didn't have any <laughs> flair to his table. He had like he had like nothing on his table. And um I was sitting there because they were at a panel and they said, Oh, we'll be going to Robbie Thompson's table to sign books later. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to find Robbie Thompson's table. And there's this guy sitting at this table that had no flair, and I'm just like, Are you Robbie Thompson? He goes, Yeah, I'm hiding from the supernatural fans. <laughs> What? He, wrote, he wrote supernatural oh no way and, yeah he was one of the writers on supernatural he uh made felicia day's character um I see. so uh they all showed up there like an hour later but yeah they were all there signing at his table because he was the only one that had the table and there was a huge line it was great right so that's my story <laughs> interesting interesting Oh yeah, no, they, and, they, and they I think he was story. hiding from the supernatural fans because he had done something that I think <laughs> that, that they were happy mad. about. <laughs> so, but uh, no, but in all reality, I see is anger. Yeah, but but he, in 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 reality, he like his I, I guess his uh, 
tablecloth and his sign got lost or something. So he was at this empty table. It was funny. Oh, he couldn't just wear a disguise? <laughs> no. Mustache, a baseball cap. That, that, that's why, because like when you're at Comic Con, like everyone has their tables and they have big signage of who they are and, you know, all their books and stuff. And, and Robbie didn't have anything. So his table was just empty. There's no tablecloth, no sign. And I, I oh. was like, I was like, he, he just was sitting there. It was very, it was kind of funny. It was just funny. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But yeah. So, but Jason and uh, Dennis didn't have tables that year. So they shared Robbie's table for comic signings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really so, cool. Yeah. We're clocking in at two hours so, over here. Oh, Hi. yes. So sorry. That's uh, okay. No, That's all right. That's what um, happens when you, you get. Yeah guests on your show it makes it a party yes. yeah yeah really good discussions really good chats it's yeah yeah th thank you so much yeah yeah um i've said it before i'll say it again i'm a big fan of your podcast uh, to know her is to fear her uh everybody who enjoys this sort of format uh of, of podcasts should absolutely go check them out uh they, they do they're doing really good stuff especially with a uh, pacheco spider woman run at the moment which is an ongoing which is very very cool as well uh and and they even even have her on as well to talk about that comic so yeah it's very 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 cool uh, definitely give them a listen. Thank you. Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, super cool, super cool. Um, but yeah, uh, does that does that wrap up? Does that wrap up the podcast? Yeah, pretty much. So next week we're actually going to be taking another little break from Gwen's run. We're going to interrupt your regularly <laughs> scheduled programming to bring you Heroes Reborn Night Gwen because it's the only Gwen content we're going to get for a while. <laughs> So yeah, we're it, doing it anyway. It looks good. Yeah, the whole Hero, Heroes Reborn thing is like nuts. Yeah, so yeah, they've confused. It's it. very confusing. Yeah, Steve. It's, it's, it's it. like yeah. I, I think it's very clear that the the what is what's this the Squadron Supreme is like the dark version of Justice League or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Marvel it's like pastiche yeah as they say yes totally um, yeah we've uh we've actually just got the preview pages uh with with captions and writing and stuff for the for the first few pages of uh night gwen and there's some really uh cool interactions between uh gwen uh, dr gwen stacy that is uh and and misty knight no. as well uh they uh they've got an interesting uh dynamic there and uh yeah so that that looks like to be a really cool comic and i'm Who's really looking forward it? to Vita Ayala. Oh, that's going to be good. Vita Vita yeah. is an excellent writer. They are um yeah, they yeah. wrote Ghost Spider Annual like a few years back. Yeah, yeah, Vita Vita's excellent. So, uh I'll yeah. be checking that out just because it's Vita writing it for sure. 100%. So, yeah, it yeah. looks very very good. Is also a very cool person by the way. If you're at a con to meet, I I I go to a lot of cons. <laughs> uh very cool person. Cool. Vita. Nice. Yeah, so, no, um, yeah. It's a forty-page one-shot, oh. so definitely. Uh, oh, that's you know, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just so definitely. Uh, if if you listen to the podcast, uh, give give that a pre-order uh, just to support the book as well. Uh, support uh, Gwen and support support uh, Vita Ayala as well. Um, and the artist Farah Karami because it looks it looks very 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 good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Basically, the gist set in an alternate reality. Doctor Gwen Stacy treats patients at Ravencroft during the day. It's close friends with Misty Knights and fights as Nightbird during the not day <laughs> fighting her arch nemesis the jackal as every gwen should that's Ooh. interesting you know what's interesting about that uh with the jackal is miles warren miles warren used to work with jessica drew's parents yeah. oh my god 
There's a whole kind of geneticist yeah. clique. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, if that if you find that interesting. I find that interesting. We're going to put links in the description of where to buy and read Night Gwen, the reading list, and the comicsology links. If you like their show or if you have thoughts about Night Gwen, you can send it to us at ghostspidergroupies at gmail.com. You can follow us at gsgroupies, or you can reply to the Reddit thread if that's more of your speed. Thank you, Saren. Thank you, Ray, for coming in today. No worries. Thank yeah, you thank for you. having us come to talk about Absolute it. I pleasure. love this crossover. It's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, it was really fun. Really fun to get into it. It's very good. It's very good. For this week's Ghost Spider Groupies, I've been Abigail. I'm Kurt. And I'm Saren. And Ray. Have a good one. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>